Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the bestdoorprods.com movies and television podcast. As always, I'm dead. Join me today. We have Caveman. Aloha. And Rascal. Hello. Every time I say your name, I want to follow it up with Rascal Flats. <laughs> Why? I listened to country music as a child. No. Nice. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Back when I was a youngin, we always had on fucking 105.1. Best country in the Kawarthas. So it was Rascal Flats and Brooks and Dunn. We didn't really have, we don't really have country music here. It's not really a big thing. Yeah, I can see that. So what is it, mostly didgeridoos? It... <laughs> you say no, that, it's the screams do... of the innocent as they run from the uh, giant monsters. <laughs> you got a beatboxing koala bear? No. <laughs> we, um... Yo, it was MC Drop Bear one... coming at you with the hottest shit. Oh, my God. Get high off you. No. We do have um a, a channel dedicated... Like, you've got the, like, the, you know, the pretty set of, like, classical music, jazz music... That kind of stuff. We do also have an Aboriginal music channel, and I think the rest is just like pop stuff. That I don't sucks. know. Yeah, it, there's not really a lot of our, like you know like different kinds of music on the radio. All it's Aboriginal, all the, same. all the time. <laughs> is there? We've got a, Triple J. Is there an Australian equivalent of Ryan Seacrest American Top Forty? Um. Does like some Casey Kasem sound a motherfucker with an Australian accent? I don't. Mm, I mean, we have radio hosts that kind of like you know play the top one hundred or whatever, but it's like it's not the top like one hundred you know songs. I think he just makes a list and he just plays those. Yeah, here's his hundred songs I heard last week that I liked. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that, and they all just make fun of each other. But they don't. You know what's bad? You know, like you know. I see this all the time on, like, you know, movies and stuff, how you've got that one radio host who has, like, a whole, like, board, and he presses a button and it makes a fart sound or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the chalk jockeys. We, yeah, we don't have that here. Well, you don't get the fucking 5 a.m. zoo crew? No, 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 we get we get none of that. We get no air horns, we get no fart jokes, nothing. It sucks. I want that on the radio. It's Frankie and the Gooch. Yeah, I want that. I want something exciting on the radio, except two dudes going, oh, yes, and today for traffic, it's going to be, you know, a little difficult on the highway because of Pika. I don't want that. Yeah, you, I want yeah, some you want like, hey, better keep off the 405 this morning because there's a fucking traffic accident. Yeah. <laughs> better yeah, keep I off the 405 because I just took a shit on the highway. Took a shit on the highway. <laughs> highway, highway. <laughs> yeah, I want that on the radio. I want that on the radio. Give that to me, America. <laughs> So it sounds like there's we need to do probably an radio XFM station. station. There's probably an XFM station or something like that. Just 24-hour shock jocks. Yep. <laughs> no music, just the, the shock jocks. Yeah, if there is the shock if there isn't that, then I need to make some emails. <laughs> I would be disappointed. In I'm the just country. gonna like. We're just gonna like, hey, we, yo, caveman, you and me, we cut a demo. Coming to DDP. <laughs> send Shock it jock only. Send it out to fucking like Sirius and XM and all the other satellite radio companies. Just say, yo, give us some money. <laughs> yo, give us a grant. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll need at least three. 
<laughs> that would be our that would be our radio station name. Consi- DDPRDO. Considering fucking yeah. considering like cost of mics, other audio equipment, mixing boards, all kinds of shit. And then like and then probably like the setup to actually get like a fucking satellite transmitter on the fucking roof. <laughs> and you know, get your uh, landlord to actually let you do it. At that point, I'll. At that point, um, I have a I have a thing set up. Potentially talking to my dad about something. If that works out, then my dad will be my landlord. So it'll be a lot easier. Nice. Yeah. You want to do what, Dad? No, you can't put a satellite transmitter on the roof. Come on, Dad. <laughs> it's for the radio. Radio is dead. It's for satellite radio. That's still the thri- that's still a thriving industry. TV killed the radio star, and satellite satellite radio brought it back. Come on, you old no, asshole. Podcasts brought it back. Just do podcasts. <laughs> I already do that. This is on top of that. <laughs> Supplementary income, man. You're not making See, any money from the first thing. I am making $11 a month, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> are you able to pay your are you able to pay your co-hosts? Not yet. Then you're not <laughs> making any money from it. Wow, this is a really intelligent conversation you're having with your dad here. <laughs> Any who's old. Yeah, stay tuned to serious. Stay tuned to serious FM. Show. <laughs> oh, we're not about you know what the best thing would be? What? You get an email from Sirius FM. Hey, we heard your podcast. We want you. <laughs> Or they say, hey, we heard your podcast. Take that shit down. We want you and we want that rascal kid. Screw ca- screw that poet guy. <laughs> we want you and your dad because we heard him on the um, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the DDP RDO Comedy Hour with my dad. I'm not doing this, son. <laughs> dad, you're embarrassing, me in front of the, you're embarrassing me in front of the satellite radio crowd. No one's listening. There are like 12 truckers listening to this right now. <laughs> 12 truckers. Put on the country station. You'll enjoy it more. No, they won't. Put on the Playboy channel. <laughs> wait a minute, Didn't wait Playboy a minute. Play become Boy? like a legitimate magazine or something? No, no, they did. Yeah, but like, like there was, yeah. there was like There's like weird fucking call-in radio stations for satellite radio. They can call in and just like fucking talk to porn stars or whatever. And the truckers apparently do that a lot. That's wild. Anyway, movies and TV. Yeah. The visual medium. The visual mediums that we enjoy and consume. So, Caveman, you saw Avengers. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Well, I'm just going to say this. Immediately after watching it, I was going to give it a 10. And then I thought about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's usually how music, like movies go. You go, oh, that was great. Wait a minute. Oh no, I have come out of a movie being like a movie other people was like was good, and I was like, that is only a six. <laughs> or in DDP language, that is only three out of five stars. Yeah, it's it's a thing that you, you talk about movies critically long enough, then you just start being able to do that shit kind of automatically. <laughs> yeah. Um. However, Avengers got me super hyped enough to where I was like. That's a perfect 10. I'm going to have to think about this to make sure it's not a perfect, like, because I've never given a perfect 10 to anything in my life, because there's always flaws. But, wait. Oh, there are the flaws. <laughs> yeah, I've given 10s before, because I, I guess I'm a bit liberal with those, 
but this was not a 10 going out. This is not a 10 coming out. This is like an 8. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like I'd four, agree wholeheartedly four stars. Yeah, this is... Wholeheartedly four stars. It's a really solid movie that... A lot it, of the characters forget how they work. Well, no, that's not the problem I have with it. The problem I have with it is that um, the entire movie is kind of meaningless. That too. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Infinity War is based off of the comics uh, Infinity War where Thanos... Uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Sorry, Infinity Gauntlet, where Thanos had a much lamer reason for doing what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. In the yeah. comics, Thanos is like, yo, death, the actual embodiment. Want my dick? Yep. And then Death's and like, death yeah, is but ignoring my him. Death ignores him, so uh, Thanos kills half the galaxy. Or universe, or whichever one's the bigger one. Universe. Uh, universe yeah, that yeah. one. I always get those confused. Anyway, uh, in the movies, he actually has a much more logical reason. The galaxy is going to run out of uh, resources, so I'm going to double its time by having the population. It's still stupid. <laughs> yeah. But of all, like all the people shitting on Thanos for not being able to like realize, wait, if I can control reality, I can just infinitely increase the resources the galaxy, the universe has. But if you spend long enough with your mind focused on a single thing, you can no longer see the other options. Yeah. The same thing happened in Black Panther. People were shitting on um, Wildebeest, for Killmonger, for not realizing that he had other, option, other options other than going to war with the world. But he spent his life with that mindset. He spent his life focused on revenge, so that's all he could see. And therefore, all Thanos could see was kill half the galaxy. And to be fair, he came up with this plan before he had the power to control reality. Yeah. Now, my problem comes in all of the characters who don't actually think or, you know, in some cases, act like themselves. Okay. And this, yeah. this is the moment, like, it's, it's a two-part moment that just set in stone for me that characters weren't thinking. Earlier in the film, Doctor Strange. We probably should have said at the top of this that they were spoilers. Yeah, Doctor Strange and Assistant Man send uh, one of Thanos's assistants, one of Thanos's bricks, through a portal and slice his hand off. Yeah. At no point do they try that with Thanos. What was his name again? Who assistant guy? Yeah, they all have names. I don't know. I'm looking them up. And so it's wait, just so mind blowing to me. Up? It's mind blowing to me that they set up a we can cut off a guy's hand moment and don't even try it later on. Right, Black when Dwarf. their whole goal is to get the gauntlet off of Thanos' hand. That is so massively dumb to me. Do you think it might be something they'll bring up in I think part two? Well they've I'm not going to say why, but they no longer have the ability to just do that. Oh. Dude, it's spoilers. It's fucking whatever. Yeah, it's spoilers. I'm Doctor okay. Strange vanished. 
Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, but yep. we don't know right. if Wong or Baron Mordo or anyone else can do magic to Spear. They're not really going to... They're not going to do that for the next movie because it's the uh, originals right again. Also, kind of didn't Wong cut off his hand? Not Doctor Strange because he was too busy fighting uh, Ebony Maw? Yeah, Wong did it, but Doctor Strange should know how to do it. Did Loki survive? No. Nope. Because he... No? Fuck. First scene of the movie. Okay. First, First scene of the movie. Fuck! Okay. We saw the Because he can also body. do magic. Oh, shit. Uh, he makes a dagger appear. So, yes, Loki yeah. is a god of magic, but... Magic, yeah. Really, okay, if well, you want the gone, Norse god so. of magic, you want Odin. Yeah, but he's gone. Now, o- Odin yeah. is the Norse god of no, Fred Sanfring. <laughs> but that's not even the... That's not even the dumbest part, in my opinion. The dumbest part is the fact that Gamora... Is willing to let herself be killed, but not willing to let Nebula get hurt. Oh, I could save the galaxy if I just stand here and shut my mouth. Nope, can't do it. (laughs) Now that I... And another moment where I have a problem. She tells Star-Lord, hey, if he captures me, kill me. And he fucking does it! Well, he tries to. Star-Lord fucking tries to shoot Gamora, and that goes totally against his fucking character. Not really. Like, I, I just saw a thing that was, like, explaining... People have been shooting on Star-Lord a lot since from this movie came out. They have been yes, hating have on him that. hard. Yeah. However... I'm I'm assuming he did something bad. Uh, yeah, there's a point where uh, they like everybody's trying to get rip Thanos' glove off, and it's actually kind of working. Um, Mantis kind of grabs him and puts him into this weird fucking hold Trance. state. They, they get up the glove off, and then and then Star she's Lord like, starts beating his face in because he killed Gamora. Yeah, and then that wakes him up. That's what oh. kills everybody. And everybody's like, "Oh, you fucking jackass! How could you do that? You fucking moron!" It's called emotion. You can't really control yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But like, but yeah, there was there's a video essay that I saw that was basically just that was, that was uh, defending Star Lord in that moment. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it all worked. And it all like, worked. It explained, it explained like him reaching a level where he's able to like accept death to the point that he can actually just straight up kill somebody for the benefit of everybody else. And I I totally dig that. And I actually did not have a problem with him shooting Gamora. Maybe after he killed his father, it's um, a little bit more acceptable, I guess. But uh, just it doesn't feel quite right. I get yeah. the feeling I'm gonna really miss this da- the Dance Lord, uh, Star Lord. Man, he'll be back in like a yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. When we get part three or whatever. That is my biggest problem with this movie. The fact that we know it's going to be undone. But they give us long enough to let it set in the public conscious. A year is too long between these movies, given the fact that they wiped out half of the Marvel cast. Yeah. How many... Okay, how many other Marvel movies will be coming out in between now Uh, and... 
One and a half. Okay. What do you mean so, one and a half? Um, yeah. So Ant-Man and the Wasp and then Deadpool. What about oh, Captain Marvel? Oh, okay. Captain Marvel, I think, is coming out after that? Oh, Captain Marvel is coming out before... Let me check. New Avengers. Uh, where the fuck are you actual thing about her goddamn movie <laughs> but yeah it kind of undermines the storyline if we know there's going to be like you know a Guardian mm. of the Galaxy 3 and like a Spider-Man 2 and you know that kind of idea yeah, it is. It is all just fucking nothing. Like, like no matter no matter what, this movie could have been the greatest movie ever made or the worst movie ever made, and all of it still wouldn't matter because we know that this is not the end of a franchise, despite everything feeling like it should be. Yeah, yeah Captain Marvel like, comes out before Avengers four. Okay, so two and a half. Okay, I fully agree it, with yeah. the half because Deadpool's kind of a. Kind of, nebulous ooh, yeah, moment. Yeah, it's technically a Marvel yeah. movie, but it's kind of not. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it does kind of suck because Marvel's not going to let this franchise go. They're like, no, we've got the MCU now. No, We're not Disney will go. not let this thing die. Oh, fucking, Disney, that's right. Fucking yeah. Walt's severed Disney frozen head is just there on a computer monitor just saying, more movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not going to You aren't going to be free of me cow. ever, RDJ. Your contract expired. What do you mean? As he just pulls up a contract, you see the numbers continually ticking up on the year and the year that it expires. <laughs> Though you know they set up that um internal nanobot armor that Tony wears in the later books. Yeah. That's cool. Like they set stuff up that's really cool, but Remember that time you took over San Francisco? Hmm. Yeah. Comics are weird. Yeah. Remember that time you lobotomized fucking Daredevil? Yeah. Comics are dark. <laughs> it was really fucking sweet. I don't know why. I, uh, now, I loved this movie. But it is so flawed. It's like a beautiful emerald with a big fucking crack, fucking crack down the middle. Okay. Uh, I can still enjoy everything around that crack, but now that I'm aware of that crack, that's really the first thing I notice. What's the crack again? All of the flaws with the movie, the uh, th the characters not doing the smartest thing, especially fucking Doctor Strange, who can just redo time for a couple of years to figure out the best possible solution. Yeah, he might have actually run through that fight a couple hundred thousand times and decided that the best solution was to just do what he did. Uh, he ran through it 14,605. How do you know that? Because he says it. When? When they when he pulls out of it. He's, he's doing the weird fucking head thing. He says, I just ran through this fight 14,605 times. And they say, how many times we win? One. That's a line in the yeah, movie. I, I refuse to believe that. Like... I refuse to believe that's actually true. So because so when your big flaws in the movie is is like, hey, why don't they just do this thing? And then he says, oh yeah, I saw fucking fourteen million no, times we did that. No, I don't think that I, he obviously didn't. 
Because there are better solutions that people are coming out with within days of watching the film. And he had eons to try different strategies and actually physically try them. Not just people theorizing, but physically try them. And we know that Thanos can be hurt by a mortal. So why the fuck could they come up with no plans that involved, oh, I don't know, severing his fucking arm? Yeah, the reality's done at this point. If you cut off the arm, he can't exactly close his fist, can he? Yeah. Have fucking Tony throw that thing that kept his hand open, portal over his arm, close. Problem solved. And even if you can't actually portal him away, portal his arm away, there are other options than giving in to him. I watched a theory shortly after seeing this movie that said that he was probably going to get three or four of the stones, and that would have worked better. Even if he had gotten five out of six of the stones, that would have worked better, because then they could have like ha- actually picked up immediate rests in the next movie. So that we don't have to sit a year with, oh god, everybody's dead. We could have picked up in the next movie at the like how at the end of the fight, and then like have thirty minutes of showing what the tragedy has done to people, and then go into the next two hours of our heroes rising from the ashes and fighting a glorious fight where they might fucking die. Instead, they decided to push that fine like push it all in the first movie, so they could hit their three-hour fucking time mark. God, that was a long movie. Yeah. There are better ways this could have been shot, and I am going to be sitting here thinking about the fact that half of the cinematic universe is technically dead for the next fucking year. So, Lodge, it sounds like you don't like cliffhangers. I hate cliffhangers. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> abhor cliffhangers. I think cliffhangers are one of the worst crimes that a creator can do. Because you never know if you're actually going to get... Well, they know. For certain. Yeah, there is literally... Movie, but like, yeah. Like, hey, like, hey, we need a cliff... Like, hey, I hate this movie landing on a cliffhanger. We should have ended on a different cliffhanger. Yeah, a cliffhanger that doesn't leave me thinking about the fact that half of the Marvel Universe is dead and getting used to the idea. So instead, you want to wait for... So you say you want to wait until the movie where... Oh, he they might die, have... but they won't. They will never die. No one is allowed to die. But we already know that. That's yeah, my problem. No, I see it. My problem is yeah. the fact that I can get used to the idea of them being gone, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter because we know they're going to snap their fingers and bring them back. If they want to actually, actually genuinely have me be thoroughly happy with the ending of the final movie, they need to fucking reboot the universe, not just bring everyone back. Because <laughs> then we get a fresh, clean slate. At the very least, all of the characters I knew are genuinely dead. Oh, honey. But they're not going to do it. <laughs> Just, oh, muffin. Oh, sugar and cube. <laughs> again, Sorry. I love that you don't know me well enough to call me that. Okay, I was just going to... <laughs> I'm joking, I was just going to put me up suggestions. <laughs> it's a joke. Just, oh, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. No, again, I what love I this movie. But the, the way it ends... Like, I, and I'm not going to lie. I was crying during that scene. I actively had tears coming out of my eyes. 
And then after I thought about it and realized, I felt so fucking, a, like, <laughs> manipulated. I love I the hate, way it ended. I, like, like I, I hate, I hate Death of the Fireflies because of the fact that it's so fucking manipulative. Okay, to give you guys an idea, not Death, Grave of the Fireflies. Okay, well, yeah, like I, here's the thing, I loved that ending. The second one person died, I was like, oh, that's meaningless, but I still loved it. Yeah, no, it was a great ending. I'm just really pissed at the fact that it's all meaningless. The only character they could potentially actually be keeping dead that I would care at all about is Vision. And I don't care about him because he hasn't actually done anything outside of fawn over Wanda. Nah, he blew a fucking hole in Rhodey's chest. Woo, I care. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, The only character I could see like them actually killing off for realsies based on the dialogue and stuff is Captain America. Mm, Gamora. Nah. Yeah, Peter needs his love interest or whatever. Mm. Also, she's too much of a fan favorite. But but, but they like, dropped her off. But like, they dropped her off a cliff, and we saw her body. Yeah. Oh, oh God! If only they had something that could rewind time. I know, but you get my <laughs> meaning. But no, like like my whole my whole thing is that uh, I need to talk about the parts I love about this movie. <laughs> yeah, just my whole my whole thing with the dialogue in that movie. They, they like whenever Captain America fucking talks. It's always about we're not going to sacrifice one life for many. Specifically, talking about vision and stuff, and that all seems to just be like really fucking. That's like borderline ice cube foreshadowing. For for like yeah, at the end of this, Cat America's going to sacrifice his life. Plus, I also saw a bunch of like stuff, kind of like contract stuff, saying like, oh yeah, Chris Evans' contract is up after the Avengers is done. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that actually. Um that doesn't mean much to me. What yeah, does mean much I mean, to me is it's. A, I have a two-point thing that like I actually agree with you for this. One, it's not what he says, it's how he says it. There's a sense of finality with every line delivery from him. There is a sense of con- concrete, I know what's going to be happening, I know what we're going to be doing, we're going to get this done from him. And that could be said that it's because of the direness of the situation. Except then we get to what I think is actually a very important moment. Black Panther says, get this man a shield. But they don't get him a shield. They get him two halves of a shield. What? Captain America, the the two fist prong things are supposed to be a shield. Yeah, they, and the whole movie, I was like, "Those are going to come together to make a whole shield," and they never did it. Yeah, because they're not two halves of a shield; they're two separate shields. Those are not shields. Those are like gauntlets. They're small shields, but they're shields. Those are not shields. <laughs> I can't help but feel like there's like 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 I I agree that he's going to die. You know, I just I'm seeing different evidence for it than you. Your evidence being the two shields that you think are halves of a whole shield? Yes. They very much, to me, it very much looks like they can be brought together to form a whole shield. So you think, like, the defining moment, like, the climax of his death will be him, like, forming the, the one shield and then, like, and having it break. die? Yeah. And having it break. But yeah. that doesn't That's have any like meaning thematic. because, A, they're not one shield, and B, they're not his shield. 
I mean, is it not stolen vibranium, his original shield? Uh, well, not stolen. It's from an asteroid. Oh, okay. Uh, it's from an no, asteroid. they stole the vibranium from Wakanda. Did they? I thought, oh, I thought they said yeah. it came from fucking space. They well, stole the well, vibranium it, from... It's, it's very clearly established at one point that pretty much all the vibranium on Earth comes from Wakanda. Came, yeah, I think, like, I think they... Like the asteroid was landed in Wakanda, I think, and then they just stole it from Wakanda. I, I think I'm not too good with the memory on the Marvel movies. But I, I want to talk about some of the things I enjoyed about this movie so that I don't just leave this recording mad. <laughs> One of my favorite moments in this movie is when he brings Vision back to life. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It is so cold, heartless, calculating, cruel, and just violent. Yeah, yeah, like like the like the entire time where they're they're like, all right, yeah, we gotta find a way to like save Vision, but with removing the fucking mind stone or whatever. And then you get to the end of it, Thanos is there, like walking toward him, and Wanda is just, oh god, I gotta do this. Gets this she whole heart wrenching moment, destroying the stone. And she then, pours power onto the stone and tries to thri- drive Thanos back actually at does. the same time. And she manages to hold him a little bit, just yeah, for a then, second, until he just he balls up and pushes through. Yeah, and then he, then he, Vision fucking head explodes, and then and dies, and then Thanos is like, I can respect well, that. Wanda, Wanda's <laughs> like, you lose, and Thanos is like, yeah, sure, rewind. No, it's, it's not even so that, like, he... Like, awesome. he like it, like I don't think Wanda has it, like kind of like her torture. He just kind of like walks up and he just sees what sees what happened and he goes, "I can appreciate this." Like kind of what he did with Peter. Yeah, where we're like, P- like Peter goes up, pulls the trigger, this. and then he's like, "I like you," and then just walks away with Gomorrah. Ah, uh, the boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then he, but then he does this it. One he accepts actually, the he actually test. does it and manages to gain her, <laughs> made his, gain his girlfriend's dad's respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's another great moment. That it, like like that like Thanos has so many good scenes. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. But yeah, 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 uh. like yeah, like fucking Wanda blows up the love of her life and Thanos stands there by this this is a tough decision and you made the right one. This was this was good. They hit the rewind button and then just rips the thing out of his head. <laughs> oh man. This Wanda went through this horrible like intense emotional moment. Like the hardest thing she's ever had to do. It's instantly undone. And everything is worthless, and then everyone dies. And it's great. Yeah, so much of it is. So much of this movie is just Thanos looking like he almost lost, and then him just going, "Well, I'm God now, so like, fuck you." We finally got the reveal of what happened to the Red Skull, which was nice. Yeah. After getting pooped oh, into space, from he like became... the original Captain America movie. Yeah, after mm-hmm. getting pooped out by the cube, oh, he became God. a space ghost. Oh, coast to coast. Yeah, he is now. Uh, <laughs> he he now guards the Soul Gem. Guarded, guarded the Soul Gem, and was there to go like, hey, if you you want it, you got to kill what you love. And then Thanos. <laughs> And then, like, Gamora tries to stab herself with the, with the fucking ceremonial dagger that Thanos gave her. He loves bubbles. And then he turned into bubbles again. He loves bubbles. He loves bubbles. Thanos is a big bubbles guy. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then he grabs his daughter, throws her off this fucking infinity-high cliff, and then she just, you see her fucking dead body crumpled on the ground. 
and the sky opens up into a blue sky gina again and then he wakes up on the fucking beach with the soul jam mm. i'm gonna complain again i don't like that they gave peter time to apologize you know for trying to be a hero i don't i don't like that i would have preferred if he had just vanished but that's a personal thing not actually something i think is wrong with the film yeah Peter Dinklage was in this movie too. He was? Yeah, he was the dwarf. Was who? Oh yeah, no, I, I forgot his name. I loved that. I loved that they actually cast a dwarf and then made him giant. Yeah, <laughs> it was the greatest thing. They cast Peter Dinklage as the biggest guy in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a scene in um uh, one of his like uh acting positions? I think um on the like, X Men newest movies where like they actually like cgi'd him taller to look like a normal height no i don't think i don't think so oh god i, I know that he was in one of the x-men movies but he was there as yeah. peter dinklage oh maybe it was like the first version of the film he was like cgi'd to taller <laughs> and then they were like oh nah, we can't do that to him it's like no this <laughs> is there's something wrong with this yeah you know we need to keep him at his height <laughs> Oh, I actually, I really, like, I got really annoyed and loved the moments whenever Peter started referencing old films. You ever seen this really old movie, Aliens? Oh, okay, Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, Peter Parker. We were, we were talking about Peter Dinklage, and then you said, oh, when Peter started referencing movies, like, wait, what? And also, yeah. like, the two seconds earlier, we were talking about Peter Star-Lord, so, like... <laughs> There are a Peter lot of Peters Quill. and a lot of Chris's. There's a okay, so Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man made me feel old. Yeah, come on, fake names. If you ever do that, Rascal, you're out. You make me feel <laughs> old. You're done. It was, it was, yeah, it was like, they were, like uh, yeah, Peter and uh, Iron Man, Spider Man and Iron Man were on the fucking Ebony Maw's weird donut ship, trying to find a way to rescue Doctor Strange, and Spider Man's just like, "All right, have you ever seen this old movie called Aliens?" <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends, I think actually my wife pointed this out. There was no point in uh, torturing Doctor Strange in that scene because he died in the worst ways imaginable thousands of times trying to defeat um, Mordu. What's the evil spirit's name that Doctor Strange fought in this movie? Uh, fucking uh, Dormammu. Dormammu, that's right. Pain still hurts. Yeah. Yes, but he's he must have built up some kind of tolerance during that fight. Some, every but, time some but that was, was that, that was like that was like regular instant death. This is like fucking space pointy death that takes a while. Now, now see, I imagine that uh, Dormammu would have pulled out some interesting tortures to get uh, Strange to give up. But they're not tortures; they're deaths. He's instantly killing him. He fought that battle a lot of times. I can't imagine that every time it was just all right. I'm gonna pop you like a pimple. Everyone we've seen was. Yeah, everyone we saw, but... And, th and thus, and thus by movie logic, the ones we saw give us the census, give us the fucking census of the entire time. That, I'm, like, I'm not gonna agree to that, because I honestly don't think it, there was much point in the torture, but, like, we'll just have to agree, to disagree on but this one. But why would Ebony Ma know that? No, I'm I'm not saying that Ebony Maw should have known that. I'm just I was smiling to myself when my wife pointed that out because that me like 
they had all the time in the world to train because not to train to prepare because it's it's just, it's a personal moment of ha you lose. I, I like those. Yeah, I like having those. My personal weird kind of nitpick thing was neither in Alien nor Aliens was somebody was the was the Queen Alien killed by blowing a hole in the side of the ship and then having that person get sucked out of it. That was Alien Resurrection no. that that happened in. That was yeah. Alien Resurrection. But didn't uh, they open They uh, opened an airlock. Alien? Yeah, so you in don't know where the airlocks they, are, yeah. you blow a hole. Yes, but I think it would have made. I think it would have been way funnier if Peter said, "Hey, do you remember this old movie, Alien Resurrection, that came <laughs> that out? Yeah. That came out in fucking yeah. like 2004, written by Joss Whedon. That would have been old for him though, because he would have been like <laughs> what four when that came out. He would have been like that. four. Yeah. But, like, yeah, but the point the point stands. Like, like a m- makes more thematic sense. B kind of a funnier joke. And C it was written by goddamn Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah I re- I reckon it would have been funnier. I was like, yeah, the kid's seen a lot of movies. Blows the hole up, and, and then like as the hole gets sealed up, I could have seen good ones, but whatever. <laughs> that would have been great, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You should have referenced Alien Resurrection. Yeah, just really stupid. And it would be it would be a joke that like only like me and seven other people would get. But fuck it, I'm down. Actually, there's <laughs> another one that I would have liked to see uh, him make him the the reference I'd like to see him make just because. Like, I don't think, like, anyone but the people who watch horrible movies for fun have heard of it. Uh, Leprechauns in Space. Yeah, bitch. They blow a hole in the spaceship to defeat the evil Leprechauns. And then, war- yeah, yeah the, the fourth movie in the Leprechaun franchise. <laughs> where an so evil magical on. Leprechaun has his gold stolen by space people. I'm gonna get me gold! Yeah, so Warwick Davis is running around in bad makeup on a spaceship. Killing people and they get sucked out of it. Fucking hold it. Ah, we need to watch those fucking movies again, dude. You know what? That's actually probably one where I would be willing to um do the um let's watch so long as I can find them legally. Motherfucking leprechaun in the hood. Oh god, they kill oh, god. they kill him by taking a four leaf clover and putting it onto a nine millimeter. Cinema. Is yep, revolutionary. <laughs> Goddamn love movies are so stupid. <laughs> oh darn it! I have to pay to get to watch Leprechaun. <laughs> oh, I want to oh, pay wow. for that movie. It's terrible. Shit <laughs> for Anson's in the first one. Yeah. God, those movies are weird. They remade that movie with fucking Hornswoggle from the WWE. What? It got a remake? Yeah, the WWE produced a remake of Leprechaun featuring Hornswoggle as the Leprechaun. Didn't the Leprechaun show up at a boxing match or something? Not, Not a boxing match, a wrestling match? Probably. But but no, it, it, it might have been different because um. So for those who don't know, Hornswoggle, uh, is a dwarf wrestler. Um, Dead Man, I think you forgot something. What's that? It's not a four movie franchise. It's a six movie franchise. Yeah, I I said in the hood and back to the hood. Oh okay, never mind. Sorry. 
Do you think that I would not mention the In the Hood movies? I thought you might. I thought you might have forgotten Back to the Hood. I because I forgot about Back to the Hood. I said there. I said Back to the Hood. I, I was busy trying to find a way to watch it for free. Hell, I like think if I... we if we ever do uh, a Let's Watch of the Leprechaun movies, I'm gonna have to ooh, buy them. <laughs> I don't know if you. Ah, this wouldn't really work because it adds, but um, 2BTV has it. I don't even know what that is. It's a streaming platform. Okay. Well, what I could do is I could watch it all the way through and then rewind to the beginning because that'll, like, remove the ads because they've already been watched. No, anyway, we're, that's how those ads work. Well, that's how it works on several of the other services I use, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about, um,. We're talking about an awesome movie, not a terrible, terrible one. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, so, Infinity War. It's still really good. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. I highly, highly recommend it, but the ending doesn't mean anything. Yep. Whole movie doesn't really mean anything. Well, we got to see all the setup for the next movie, which is pretty much all that matters. I'm also very much... I, I am disgusted with that post credit scene. Yeah, it's terrible. The post credit scene is the fucking worst. It is garbage. Anyone who's listening to this and haven't seen hasn't seen Infinity War yet, I doubt there's very many, but just leave the theater. I will tell you exactly what happens. <laughs> we see Earth shortly after Thanos wins and wipes out half the wor- half the population of the uh, universe. There we go. And then we see Fury trying to call Captain Marvel. Yeah, that, as it is. It's a tease for Captain Marvel and Samuel L. Jackson almost saying motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, there is no point to watch it. Yeah, he goes, motherfucker, and then turns into dust. I was actively angry when I left the theater Um, at that. The Howard the <laughs> Duck end credit scene was better than that. Yeah. Hands down. Like, want to talk about meaningless? Especially because we didn't even get our goddamn Howard the Duck movie. Yeah, I was just thinking that hasn't come out, and I haven't heard any news about Howard the Duck. Yeah, of course there hasn't, because there's not going to be one. Because they made one, <laughs> it was what it was, so never again. What what are all those duckophiliacs going to do without their duck titties? They'll watch goddamn DuckTales. Yeah, yeah, they're already they're already watching DuckTales. Darkwing Duck just showed up in that thing and they all fucking bust a nut. I am, I really really <laughs> hope that that's not the true Darkwing Duck for this show. I really do. I've fallen be behind and I'll catch up soon. I'll be angry if it is. I'm not going to say cuz you're you're behind and it's actually a really fun episode. But, um, now I have the Darkwing Duck theme song stuck in my head. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the DuckTales one stuck in my head now. Dangerous. Darkwing Duck. When there's trouble, you can call DW. Darkwing Duck. Anyway. (laughs) Um, so in preparation for Infinity War, I finally watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Took you long it enough. Be- 
when it finally came out on Netflix, I kept saying to myself, I'll watch that eventually. I'll see that eventually. I'll watch that eventually. Then I heard, then it was like, oh, we're going to go see Infinity War in like two weeks. I really have to watch this. So I just put it on and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. The Guardians as movies a, are kind of yeah. great. As a guy with daddy issues, I fully stand behind how like Star-Lord uh, kept fluctuating between I'm going to kick my dad in the nuts and I have a dad. Oh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Um. Yeah, it was a, it was a good movie. Um, helped build a lot of the relationships. There was yeah. it was a bit painful when uh, Drac would not move po- past the idea of sleeping with Mantis. Drac, sorry, Drax. Uh, yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hot here. And it's messing with my brain ability to think. Um, but yeah, that was it was it was a bit annoying watching him rolling around gagging when Mantis was trying to tell him, "Hey, uh, end of the universe." Yep, shit's fucked. Your friend going to die. <laughs> Kurt Russell's a dick. <laughs> I kind of wish that he hadn't. Uh, like if I wish that they hadn't said if you kill me you'll lose your powers, because now it'll feel like they're taking it back if they give him powers later on, or he just won't have those awesome powers anymore. You mean the awesome power of making a ball and Pac-Man? Yeah, manifesting yeah, energy constructs—that shit's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, creating Pac-Man in the sky—that's pretty cool. But that wasn't energy construct. That was rocks. <laughs> oh yeah. That was rocks. The ball was an energy construct. Okay, so the ability to rearrange matter. But as far as we know, like that only would have worked on ego. Yeah, that's also true. But I also like I I really liked the reconciliation between him and um Finhead, whose name I can't Yondu. Recall. Yondu, thank you. Mary Poppins, thank y'all. <laughs> God, and that's my favorite Yondu. thing about the um, the galactic side of things. That we, you can just reference any movie and tell them, oh yeah, no, it's great. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like how it, uh, this is actually uh, in uh, Infinity War, they ask Pirate Angel, that is their nickname for Thor, and that's probably what I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> um, they ask him if Kevin Bacon is on the Avengers. And he's like, <laughs> he might be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And they actually so had good. something of a payoff for rock for Rocket stealing people's body parts. Yeah, yeah. He gave uh, Thor an eye that he stole. Yeah, just stole some dude's eye and then gave it to him. And then when he sees Bucky, it's like, hey, can I see your arm? I re- I'm I'm I am personally certain. Like some like like at some point, they're going to like be like, so what are you doing with all of those limbs? And he just looks at them and says, what do you think I build your weapons out of? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, so actually, um, Rocket. My trigger is a big toe. So Rocket actually reminded me of something, just final thing about Infinity War. Apparently Groot's last words when he died, when he said, I am Groot, were dad. Oh, is dad. Yeah. I Wait, he that. died? 
Yeah, Groot died. Yeah, I, Groot I, died. I, I thought he was very badly wounded. He was, then he died because Thanos snapped his fingers. We watch oh, him yeah. turn to dust in front of Rocket. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I blanked on that. And his and his last <laughs> and his last I am Groot was him saying dad. That is a weird I family think, dynamic. Of course yeah, it is. That is, a, like, Groot's got how many dads and like one mom? No, um, got, if if Rocket is his dad, that means Drax and Star Lord are like uncles? the uncles. Or Drax is now the reckless have... one who does stupid shit all the time. Like, think he's invisible as he eats a nut. Yeah, um, I have I've mastered the ability to stand so perfectly still that I become invisible. Watch. <laughs> I am certain I am invisible. Hi, Drax! Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Uh, GOTG2, very solid. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, could have probably gotten away without seeing it, given how much it was spoiled for me by everyone. <sighs> yeah. Like, I knew Ego was his dad two weeks before the movie came out. And I was like, okay. And then the week the movie came out, <gasps> he kills his dad! Okay. Well, the, was the Ego thing really a spoiler? Because that was just cast No, it thing. wasn't. No, it wasn't a spoiler, but still. It's just like, uh, like, like the killing his dad thing was a spoiler, and whoever did that was a fucking dick, asshole. Yeah, just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, there are spoiler tags on the first like hour of this. Um, yeah, forty-five probably. minutes. <laughs> Pirate 45 Angel. Minutes. Uh, but yeah, uh, I. I thoroughly enjoyed Infin uh, Infinity War and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Highly recommend both. You don't really need to see uh, GOTG2 before you see Infinity War. It helps a little bit with the uh, the uh, their side of things because they do reference stuff that happened in that movie. Um, yeah. On to the next thing. So, I was just watching a YouTube video, and I saw an ad for a show called Forged in Fire. And I immediately shit myself, and googled, how can I watch Forged in Fire? I saw that one of my streaming services allowed me to watch it, and I then spent the next several days watching every single episode. Forged in Fire is a uh, competition TV show. Ooh, centered okay. around blacksmithing. Ooh! The first I'm two rounds, they make a knife fitting specific metrics, using specific challenges, etc., etc. And the ones that get through the first two rounds go to the final round, where they have to forge a specific weapon from history. And it, in between each round, there's a judging testing of the weapons they actually swing these weapons with ferocity enough to break them in some cases <laughs> like this isn't yeah i uh, made an aluminum aluminum gladius with my uh grinder no this is yeah it's 150 degrees in here because we have four forges running at full heat and it's summer i think i'm swimming <laughs> like <laughs> Like, oh, man. And 
this is I say this for any men with body image problems. It's it's worth it to watch this show. Because there are forgers in this show across all body types. And there are a couple of women who, in my opinion, do rather well. Um, but, like, th- specifically for the men, because there aren't a lot of things out there to help us with our body image. I have always... I have always been rather depressed whenever I thought about my body. And I saw at least three different people on this show who were just swinging hammers like they did not care. They've got people from all walks of life in this, all levels of experience. And sometimes you get that guy who's like, I'm 18 and I've been forging since I was six. (laughs) And I'm going to be the forged and fire champion. And then then a hard cut to a 50-year-old biker. Yes, actually. <laughs> it's like, all right, man, oh, I'm going to fucking nice. put your shit this 18-year-old, and then I'm going to get my hog and then ride off in the sunset. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, kind of. Um, I've, I've, been forged, you, I've been forged for 25 years, burnt my beard off if, at least seven times. If There's actually a moment where, like, how, do they, how does that guy keep that beard? And he tucks his beard in his shirt. <laughs> he just pulls his shirt up and tucks his beard in his shirt so that it doesn't get caught in the fire. Yeah, it's safety so protocols, good. man. It's so good. Um, the, there are there is quite literally blood, sweat, and tears because they do cut themselves a lot, and like I, I'm not, I'm not going to accuse any of them of crying, but I'm pretty sure there was some crying at least once. Don't cry, don't um, cry, don't let them see you shed tears. <laughs> Hide the tears in the beard. <laughs> yeah, but, I, took, uh, I took my I, beard up under my hat. It's, uh, the first three seasons of it are on Hulu. I highly recommend it. You don't have to watch multiple episodes to uh, like every sing- every individual episode is pretty similar. There is a cast change up, uh, I think, in the middle of season two, but it's 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 nothing like egregious. As a matter of fact, I actually kind of like the new guy a little bit more. But like, you can start at any point. You can watch as much as you want. It's 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 uh, watching sparks and steel fly is just. There's something primal about it that oh, I love it. And there was also uh, a spinoff series called Knife or Death. What? Yeah, Wait, there's what? a there's a Forged in Fire spinoff series called Forged in Fire: Knife or Death, hosted by WWE wrestler Goldberg and a former Green Beret. Wait, knife and death? Knife, knife or, or death? death. <laughs> um, I'm concerned, like, are they, like, testing the knives on each other? I don't think it's an actual murder thing. I think it's just a stupid pun. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, it's an elimination competition, so if you f- so if you fail, you're gone. If you fail, you're dead by the knives. Yeah, if you fail, you're, you take the, your failed knives are then stabbed into you by the host. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg just rolls up on you and then fucking spears you into your own knives. <laughs> And suddenly fucking Jim Ross is there. Oh, God, I should a spear. He's broken in half. That's my wrestling knowledge. Anyway. Yeah, I think I can watch that on Hulu. <laughs> yeah if i go silent it's because i'm excitedly googling things so uh 
or frustratedly Googling things. Um, yeah, but Forged in Fire, wholeheartedly uh, recommend. Uh, I'm gonna and watch potentially Knife recommend for Knife for Death. <laughs> I'm gonna rec- I'm gonna watch Knife for Death to see if I can uh, recommend that. Oh God! Uh, I'll take more Forged in Fire. Goldberg and a Green Beret help like judging people as they make knives. What would what does what does Goldberg like like the fucking Green Beret? I think his name's Two Lamb. He's yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah. So yeah, Two Lamb. He's like a fucking like martial arts expert and edged weapons expert. So like he has something to he has something to add to this. What's Goldberg add to this? Entertainment. <laughs> Is it though? Caveman, let me know. Uh, looks like I won't be able to do it because it seems like they want me to add stuff to my account and spend more money than I'm already spending on Hulu to be able to watch it. Well, fine. I guess I'll do it. Through my various means of dubious legality. Moving on. <laughs> uh, moving on. I rewatched the first two Harry Potter movies. Oh, that's old. <laughs> Get out of the call now. <laughs> I'm going to assume they don't hold up all that well. Yeah, they're about as good as I remember them being. Which is acceptable. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to lie or sugarcoat it. It's acceptable. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. They're okay. They're Leviokay. Not Leviokay. God, that fucking delivery. You can tell all the kids were in enunciation lessons. Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> like. Ah. Uh... Yeah, those early movies are something. 2001. Yeah, Jesus. dude. 17 goddamn years. <laughs> I was a baby. You about to be dead. I was nine. <laughs> and I'm dead. I'm the only one allowed to be dead in this show. I'm the only one allowed to be dead in this okay. program. You're about to be murdered. How's there that? we go. <laughs> Going to kill you to death. I anyway. Yeah, kill me to death, Haven. Go on. I deserve it. <laughs> yeah, you had less than appropriate things to say about the first two Harry Potter films. No, his, the, it was the old comment that got me. To the guillotine. <laughs> Dude, it's been 17 years. That shit's old now. Oh. I'm not old. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, old. I watched those films when I was, like, 11. Like, you're that not, doesn't feel... Like, like, so, here's the caveman. You're not old. Those movies are old. I'm not old. You're not. Uh, you're <laughs> in your 20s. No, I actually oh. am very old. I am, like, physically aged. I and? the body of a 90-year-old. I can't walk throughout my apartment without fucking hobbling around because I sit too long and then my legs hurt. <laughs> I offered to send you that exercise routine, and you just told me no. <laughs> this is 
hilarious because I walk with a cane. <laughs> like, I'm oh, me too. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't afford a cane. Oh, no. Support our Patreon, patreon.com slash death no prods. So I made my own new cane. canes. I built my own cane. Well, la di fucking da. What were we talking about? Harry Potter and how it's so old. (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. Happy Death Day. I've been meaning to see that. It was very good. It's very. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard it's either really good or dog shit. Which is kind of the only two ways you can go with a Blumhouse production. It's really weird. Like, Blumhouse... I have a weird amount of respect for them as a company. Because, like, they're the kind of the only people making movies like people used to make movies of, let's put in a reasonable amount of money into, like, 19 different projects. One of them will make us enough to make more projects. Not just, let's put a billion dollars into one thing and hope we make five billion back or we're fucked. Mm. Oh, they're behind one of my favorite horror movies. Which one? Insidious. Yeah, they yeah. Blumhouse has been fucking cranking shit out for years now. Like I'm pretty sure they like I'm pretty sure they did Get Out. Yeah, they yeah, did Get, they out, did was get out. Yeah, it was Paranormal Activity, uh, Insidious, Split. Sinister, The Purge. Yep. Truth or Dare. That that that's a thing. Yeah, they did the purge. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at all their production budgets. The Ouija. I've heard good things about the Ouija sequel. It's a me, Ouija. <laughs> oh, they did Happy Death Day as well. That's yeah, that's why we're talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Death Day just, is solid. Yeah, like, look, looking at like the budgets of all their movies. The most expensive movie they've ever made is worth ten million dollars. How much did it make them back? Uh, so three. So there, there have been four movies that are, that were that were made for ten million dollars. Uh, the first one was Insidious Chapter Three, and that made them back one hundred and thirteen million. Nice. Uh, th- then there was Sinister Two, which made back fifty four point one million. Uh, then there is The Purge Election Year, just shy of one hundred and twenty mil. And Insidious, The Last Key, which made back 167. They make movies on small, reasonable budgets, but because they are horror movies, they make fucking bank. That's the way you gotta do it. Oh, they also made Dark Skies. Damn. All my favorites. Yeah, like I said, these fuckers. Putting out money. They, they They are fucking putting in work and getting... Like, fucking profit back. Because, like, yeah, none of these are going to, like, none of these are fucking breaking box office records, but they're generating revenue. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no point in putting something, like, $250 million into these because it's not going to make that money at all because they're horror movies. But, like, it's not needed. They don't need that high of a production value. 
Like, even movies that do, like, goddamn fucking, okay, so, Batman v Superman. Mm. Yep. That movie made a quarter of a billion dollars opening weekend, and that was a failure. That, that's kind of amazing. Where you have a budget and marketing budget of such a, you have a production and marketing budget of such a fucking high degree that you have to make a fucking billion dollars opening weekend in order to not be considered a failure. That is just this fucking nightmare scenario where just this, where just everything is just goddamn nightmares. Like, like, like going forward, it's going to be some fucking dude made a movie for like $10,000 about a fucking haunted porta potty. And he's going to be handed <laughs> the key. He's going to be handed the keys to a multi-billion dollar franchise. And if he doesn't make back fucking infinity dollars, then, then someone's going to fucking murder his child. It's going to be Mickey Mouse sitting there just going, where's my money? Huh? <laughs> Uh, and there's a bunch of female directors just, who can like who can, then there's a bunch of like really talented female directors just in a gulag somewhere. <laughs> That's how this future goes. Just anybody who makes anybody who doesn't make their money back to be branded a failure, just have a fucking B for bomb branded over their goddamn eye like Days of Future Past. Also brought to you by Disney. That's dark. It is dark. But, like, I mean, that is how things are going to go because there's so much pressure on studios to make blockbusters. And yeah, nobody's, nobody's satisfied making a successful budgets. movie anymore. They need to, yeah, have, they, they need to be, be this is part of a billion-dollar franchise or you aren't making movies. Yeah. And what's worse is that, like, this has been steadily going on for, like, who knows how long. Yeah, same thing like with the video game industry. One, yeah, we used to have one blockbuster, you know, a year. Maybe, like, once every two years. And then it's, like, it's gotten, like, you know, worse and worse and worse. And now every movie has to be a blockbuster. Yeah, they're fucking really seeing, like, blockbuster-style movies in the middle of February. Yeah, like yeah, it should just be like, no hey, we way got a fuck- market can last that. It's like, hey, we got like a few fucking big bangers coming out in the middle of the year, and the rest of it, we have a steady drip of solid movies. But instead, it's nothing, 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 everything, nothing, 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 and the, and the occasional hidden gem in there. Yeah, movies kind of suck and when you start looking s- at it from an industry level. Yeah, like from like in any kind of industry point like view, you go like, oh god, this is like tainted. But like, yeah, and even cinemas, just down to their level, they don't do like reruns. They don't, like you know, they only you only have this movie in the cinema for two weeks essentially, and then Actually, like you know, uh, they don't so, ever come back. There's a lot of theaters, at least in America, that are trying to bring back the, hey, here's an old classic. 
Yeah, the, yeah, they have like special nights yeah. where it's like, hey, come in, pay like you know less than regular price and sit down and watch a fucking cool movie with us. Yeah, we we've got that. I think my local cinema, you know, if it's not owned by like Hoyts, the big brands, then they generally they do like um like old classics. Um, and then, like, you know, seniors get in for, like, 10 bucks, which is like, ooh, I'm not a senior, but that's a cheaper price point than what I have to pay. Um, God, yeah, it, ta- it ca- costs, like, 20 bucks to see a movie here. Um, is that just the ticket price or with popcorn? Just the ticket. Just the ticket. Yeah, um, it, it's yeah, Australia. They get, I'm pretty sure yeah. Australia gets, like, butt-fucked in terms of prices. Yeah, it's, like, 22 bucks for, um... Uh, someone my age it's, it's like it's 20 bucks for a teenager so from like you know 14 to like 18 and then if you're a student it's also 20 bucks and then if you're like an adult it's like 24 it's like dude and if it's two people that's like 40 bucks 50 bucks out of the window already just yeah, that's insane yeah like, like and e- even at the expensive my- theater in the next town over for someone my age, you know, an adult, it's $13. Yeah, like, and then people wonder why we're constantly downloading movies from the internet. It's like, yeah. not because mention, we, not we, we the can't afford. Suck. Yeah, like, you know, it, I mean, the theater's all right, but like, it's like, I don't, you know, we're I don't not know if I mentioned this, like, when I, like, did I talk about last week the fucking assholes who stood up throughout the entire credits of Infinity War? Yeah, I think you mentioned them. I guess I don't know if I mentioned it on recording or not, um, but I, I know I told so, I know I told people about it. I don't know if I mentioned it recording, but on re- during during the fucking movie, after the fucking movie ended and the credits started rolling, and half the theater left because no because none of the people have ever seen a fucking Marvel movie before. <laughs> yeah, just one of the three identical couples in front of me stood up and then stood there for the entire credits and the end credit scene. Ugh, that sucks. Just standing there, occasionally headbutting each other. And, and and like halfway through halfway through that shit, the girl who was standing up was just like, I really need to pee. And then they're, they're just like, just fucking go. Then she didn't. I just stood there. Moving around in front <laughs> of me. That sucks. I wanted to fucking See, everyone stab him. Here. <laughs> everyone here we've got such big cinemas but no one goes to the movie because they're so goddamn expensive so like genuinely if someone gets up to leave you're not seeing them because they're about 20 meters away yeah the scary movie slasher <laughs> he kills people who ruin the film either by standing <laughs> up or spoiling it yeah it's like that bit from scary movie 2 Just, just, oh, just, oh, you're, just, oh, you're talking the movie. Just stab, 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 and then as, the, and then as they're going down, just more people start stabbing her, and then she dies up on stage. And everybody's like, "Woo, yeah, woo!" <laughs> Meanwhile, our boyfriend's getting a dick through his head. <laughs> I just remembered that happened. <laughs> Did you get that image clearly in your head? Yes, just that fucking image of one of the Wayans brothers putting his ear up to a glory hole, then seeing the head of a penis come out the other side of his head. <laughs> that happened. It's hilarious. <laughs> Not in like a good way. And there was a bit where like I think 
that same guy, his like dick grew to like 20 feet long and pulled a clown into under a bed, then he raped it. Oh. It's like, here comes a balloon animal, boop, and then a demon clown pops out going, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. That happened. Anyway, that's enough of that. Anything else I have to say about Harry Potter? Um, there were no demon clowns raped in it. Well, that you can see. There's a whole wide wizarding world out there. Well, that's my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head over to Pottermore. I'm pretty sure there's an essay on it. You'll find out what your Patronus is, and then also... <laughs> you, you know, you find out your house, you find out your American house, you know, your Patronus, and uh, the clown. You find out about the clown. Yeah. <laughs> shocking, to, shocking statistics coming out, of the, coming out of Pottermore for that. The wizarding world is <laughs> fucked. Like, there are no yeah. cops. In they the do have Britain cops. One. Do they, though? Because the only cops. time I saw any kind of cops was when they were Nazis. Yeah, that that is the issue. They're like, they're like, okay, they don't have like cop, like they don't have cops cops. They don't have like people in blue, but um, they've got like federal cops. Man, th- like, that, that should be a like fucking be- story. Just a goddamn story about like fucking like a local precinct of wizard cops. <laughs> yeah, they look after like one town. Yeah, just just, like, just yeah. head down to Hogsmeade and you pass the fucking cop station. <laughs> There's like a fucking blue chimney that you can use to like port yourself instantly to the cops. Just, oh god, I've been attacked! Police! <laughs> <laughs> you just pop out of a fucking cop's chimney. They have wands, but their wands are their wands are shaped like pistols. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> no, no, they're actually like, intelligent enough to use fucking guns in a world where you want to get the drop on an opponent. And yeah, most no. mages think guns are useless. They have, they have a gun, but it shoots at once. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, they just have harpoon guns. Yeah. I can get behind this. Yeah. And like you know, okay, someone find okay, someone find J.K. Rowling's contact info. <laughs> we need we need to write this. We need to, we need to pitch her on this idea. <laughs> no, 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 if we get if we do, if we get J.K. Rowling, she'll ruin it. No, that's what we do. We license Harry Potter from her and then write it ourselves. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe if we can get the licensing deal, yeah. Yeah, it just starts out with like the Harry Potter music, just like da 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 da, da. and then the middle of it is like da 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 da, and then yeah, like we got you know, a how it's like the clouds. Seven forty. That's when a uh, mage has uh, used mind control and love potions on on muggles to turn them into his sex slaves. It happens every so often, but uh, well, we try not to let the kids know. Otherwise, some of the worst ones might get an idea. Yeah, this broom Charlie Six. Uh, Got a 740, like, like we got that 740. Just like fucking put put the put like an owl on the front of their goddamn broom that just starts glowing. <laughs> it makes the noise. Yeah, it just makes the noise, and they just fucking burn out in their broom. 
<laughs> oh yeah, we've got Jerry. He's um, he's in the back. You know, not for any wizard shit. He was just drunk. You know, and yeah. he was out and about. <laughs> yeah, drunk in public. Even us wizards stop that. Yeah, yeah. He well, he wasn't doing anything magic. You know, I don't even know if he's magic. You know, he could just be a muggle that yeah, just can see us. Actually, I think I think Jerry's a squib. There's, uh, there's yeah, a, we don't use that term anymore. No, there's, <laughs> there's a dude walking out, walking out of like a little fucking restaurant with like a fucking carryout tray of butter beer and fucking whatever, and they get a call over the radio. He just throws it across the fucking parking lot, and hops in, and just drives away. <laughs> so here's the thing: would they have flying? Would they have their flying cop cars, or would it be brooms that are adapted to be cop cars? No, they, they would yeah, be brooms they that were adapted to. No, actually, it would be carpets. Carpet, it carpets. yeah, it would be carpets. Wait, can you put a cage on a carpet? Surely. Uh, you could probably put a magical cage onto a carpet. Yeah, something like that. Just yeah. or, or like the or like the then, threads just like come up and grab onto you. Dead yeah, man. Yeah, then I. I then know what you need to put in your D and D game now. You need to put <laughs> magical cops on flying brooms. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing in the works. I'll let you know. <laughs> but yeah, just do you fuck. think? Do you think the magical cops, like, you know, if one of the wizards get accidentally, like, booked by the normal cops, that they have to somehow do, like, you know, some weird magic shit in order just to steal this dude? No, no, they just roll no, in, like, just, feds. Yeah, they just troll in <laughs> FBI badges. Yeah, but the wizards aren't smart enough for that. Yeah, but the cops are. <laughs> the cops are the only competent wizards. We've already covered yeah, that. Yeah, everybody, everybody else is okay, out there doing fucking yeah. magic bullshit or whatever, involved in their weird fucking race war. And the cops are just out there like, like, yeah, I got a bunch of public indecency charges. Just some fucking dude tried to knock over a Bennigan's. <laughs> yeah, we caught a dude, you know, he's trying to smuggle dragons in. Um, usually this is a department case, but the department ain't here. They're dealing with, I don't know, some dude named you know who. I, I don't really care. Yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? We just got this dude smuggling in dragons, of all things. <laughs> you know who gives a damn. Yeah, you with old little fuckface or whatever. <laughs> just the cops don't give a fuck. They just like they just, just call him, just, just insult him at all times. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. Just Brooklyn Nine Nine, but magic. Get on it. Yeah. Come on, NBC. You already brought him back once. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Rascal, what have you been watching? Oh, me. Um, I did a lot of things in the past fortnight, so I didn't get to, to watch a lot. Um, I watched one and a half movies and like two episodes of a show, and that's it. Okay, um, then. Yeah. But I... Okay. I watched Queer Eye, because, you know, I was in a mood, a gay one, and I was like, I need to watch something gay. So I watched, <laughs> I watched Queer Eye. <laughs> um, it's good. It's like, you know, um, you know, like, garden makeover shows? I yeah. love those. Yeah, it's like that, but for gay people. It's amazing. Um, essentially, Wait, it's- Wait, isn't it the gay people okay. who are making over straight people? Wait, you yeah, mean it's garden makeover people. shows weren't or already for gay people? <laughs> more explicitly <laughs> okay, for young gay people. Gay. Yeah, what have I been doing with my life? 
<laughs> it's it's made it's made by the gays for the gays. That's what queer eye is. But yeah, it's five. I'm not gonna say they're all gay because like you know maybe some of them aren't. But like you I know, think they're, they're all, all supposed to be gay. Yeah, I think that's the yeah, setup of the show. Yeah, they're all supposed to be gay. Yeah, so it's five gay dudes who all like you know are experts in a certain area and they like target this one straight dude though i believe they do fix a gay dude later on in the season um and they I, all I just, like I just they love target how you're just like it's like yeah they, they target this one straight guy <laughs> they do they, they hunt target his ass this down one like fucking predators <laughs> they do they do they target this this um this straight man and they fix his life pretty much um for like a week um you've got a dude who does grooming this poor man, you know, he has to look at these disgusting dudes and go, okay, we're going to fix your beard and, like, your hair and, like, your face. Um, there's a dude who does design and he pretty much does the art and the, like, d- decorations of the place, which is where you get that kind of, like, garden makeover show in it. So, so, um, it's, not, so it's not just making over them, it's making over every aspect of their life. Yeah, where yeah they it's live. pretty much improving. Yeah, it's improving their life, just making it a little gayer because that's how you improve everything. Yeah, and hey, um, these the world yeah. would be a little bit better if everything was a little bit gayer. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. No, no, caveman is right. Um, and uh, there's a chef dude, um, who's not as like bubbly as the others. So I feel for him because he's probably like, I just want to cook food for people. Look, man, I'm um, just here to fucking make food. Yeah, I'm gay. Fucking what of it? Yeah, he's like, I just, please eat better, straight man. Here's, so, how, to yeah. ma- here's how to make a fucking um, bolognese that won't make you fat and shit yourself, you garbage person. <laughs> here's how to make a yeah. low-fat ham and cheese sandwich. He's no, he no literally, everything. he literally did do that for the second episode. He's like, here's how you make a fancy ham and cheese grilled sandwich <laughs> for this party you're going to be hosting. That's literally what he did. Um, there's also one dude on the show. It says his expertise field is culture. He's the therapist um, for these straight dudes. Um, it's just so hard so being a straight what- man in America. Yeah, well, okay, some of these dudes of like, the first dude, he's, like, um, he had, like, a bad back, and, like, you know, he's been divorced three times, and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, oh, my back is killing had- me, I need to talk to someone about it. <laughs> no, but he had serious, like, um, self-confidence issues, and that's where his culture came in, and he pretty much, he just, you know, therapied this old man. Um, and I think there's another one. Um, oh, there's a Pakistani dude who, okay, so yeah, the culture slash therapist, he's black, and then the, um, design for clothes, he's, uh, a Pakistani man. Um, this is important because in the third episode, um, one of the straight dudes, they have to fix, uh, his ex-marine, now a cop. Um. (laughs) I can do, I can imagine where this is going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> in the first five minutes, this is the most tense I've ever been watching anything. Okay, I literally afterwards I had to pause and like walk around the house, going, "Oh my god!" and like calm down. But in the first five minutes of the third episode, um, the black therapist dude, he is driving the car in Georgia. I think that's how you say the state name. Yeah, Georgia. 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 Um, Georgia. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't believe what caveman tells you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, always yeah, so remember, people, caveman is a dick for fun. Yes. 
Um, so yeah, black man is driving the car um, in Georgia, and um, they get pulled over by a cop. This is the most tense this show has ever been, and I think and I've ever been in my life. And it, like everyone in the car is like, "Oh shit, the cops seen the coloured folk," and everyone's like, "Oh, please don't die!" <laughs> and like you don't have to leave the car if you don't want to. Like you keep your hands up. It's all like they're all preparing for this dude to die because of this cop, and they're like, you know, they're instantly going like, "Oh yeah, we're recording." Like, uh, uh, sir, we're I recording have a, uh, this. Sir, I have a film crew in the car. I have a licensed film crew. Yeah, 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 and everyone's like, oh, yeah, and we also got my, like, one of the dudes has got his phone out and is, like, recording <laughs> and, like, getting the cop's license plate and need stuff. A sec- it's need, so need a secondary, tense. need a fucking second unit. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's so uh, tense. Yeah, yeah, I just want, I have one thing to say. Georgia isn't the state to be afraid of. Yeah, I know, I know. I think it's just the fact that it's a cop and, like, it's, it's near a black the state dude driving the car. Of. Actually, yeah, not anymore. And I, Oh, what's uh, state that state about? is further north. What state is it now? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I. I can't remember the exact state off the top of my head, so I'm gonna Google it. Um, okay. So while you're doing that, this is a whole. It's a whole tense moment where everyone's prepared for this black dude to die because that's how. That's how they're like framing it. And then does this Pakistani um, friend say, "Excuse me, officer, can I help?" <laughs> no, it's like the Pakistanis guys like, oh, thank God I wasn't driving. Like, you know, it's like all that kind of stuff. Um, and the chef who's Canadian, he's like, oh, my God, I hope I don't get sent back to Canada. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, well, how's it going, so officer, tense. eh? <laughs> yeah, it's I'm so tense. I'm just driving around with a bunch of these hosers. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> and then um, the dude's like, oh, yeah, um, we're recording this. We're recording for a, a show. And he's like, okay, yeah, what's the show? And he's like, um, it's where we, we fix a straight man, uh, you know, get his life back together. And then the cop goes, oh, yeah, is the dude you're doing named Corey? And he's like, yes, how do you know this? He's like, I nominated him. And then everyone's no, no longer tense. <laughs> Everyone lets out a sigh of relief. Yeah, just that happens. Yeah, like, that all like the really dark, heavy music they've been using till now just cuts out, going back to like the very jovial yeah. fucking like elevator music. Literally, that's literally what happens. And like, I needed to pause and like yeah, take I've, a breather because I've it seen was an episode so of tense. reality television before. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it was so, it was so hyped up in those first five minutes that something bad was going to go wrong. And then how it's many like, cuts oh, were, no, how many cuts were there where everybody would just silence while the music was really tense? Oh, okay. There was maybe like three or four in very quick Dozen. succession. Well, what was it? Yeah, was it like, was, it was, was like, hey, how, was like, it was like, it was a guy named Corey. It's like, yeah, how do you know that? Dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like that. It was like that. Then <laughs> did the cut to commercial um, break and then come back so they could repeat the last thirty seconds again with the same amount of cuts but different angles. Oh uh, yeah. Well, no. See, Queer Eye, the the new version is made for Netflix, so they don't have. Oh. Um, any ad breaks or anything. Well, yeah. that's unfortunate. So it's, it's How kind can of they different. pad the episode then? Well, but they actually do stuff. I know. It's redon- it's redonkulous. Um, but yeah, so that was the that was the most tense I've ever been watching a reality TV show. Um, but yeah, so the third guy oh, is bitch. a cop and an ex-marine. Um, and he has a fucking Trump make America again hat. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and, he's, and like the black dude, he puts it on. He goes, "Hmm, we might have an issue." <laughs> and then he takes it off. Oh, actually, no. You know what's funny? He said, "Um, oh, no black man has ever uh, put this on their head before." And I was just thinking, "Oh, this was made before Kanye." <laughs> yeah, now, well, now the, the, even before Kanye, they were no, like, "No, he two. doesn't count." 
He doesn't, <laughs> doesn't count. count. Okay. No. No, I, I, um, I'm, I'm just going to say this. There is there is footage out there of the same black guy showing up to so many Trump rallies, being in the same spot with the same sign and everything. He's probably worn a hat like that once. Probably, no, he yeah, was okay. hired. He was hired. Yeah, I'm more He looked to way too out of hired. it to be hired. He was high and hired. <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, if you were paid to do a gig like that, you would get high. Believe me. Um, but but yeah, I, cannot, so... I cannot find the exact article, but I know that there is a bit of a danger zone in the overly white sections of of the northern United States. So, warning out there to, all, to the one black guy that watches this. Um, <laughs> to be fair, just... no black guys watch this because you don't watch this. You listen to it. Okay, so the one <laughs> black guy listening. There we go. To T-Nasty. Um, he is one of our followers um, on SoundCloud and actually commented on our shows before. Oh, that's nice. He's also a producer. <laughs> Ooh. Hit us up. He makes like trap and hip hop okay. beats. They're not bad. Oh, okay. Not bad. Cool. All right. Um, it's very... This is fun. Okay. If you're gay and you're watching this show, um, it's very easy to fall into like the gay mob mentality. Very easy. Especially when you're two vodkas in, like I was. <laughs> um... <laughs> and you're going, yes, clean. Super. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're a couple. But, mimo- um, you're a couple of mimosas away from going full big gay Al. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's full on. It's like yeah, yeah. Okay, Queen. Yeah, you're working it. You're working yeah, we're gonna it. Get, we're gonna get some mimosas. We're gonna get some fucking charcuterie. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna watch Queer Eye, and then by the end of it, we're gonna be going, yes, and have no straight wrists. Yes. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Um, I think that needs to be a Patreon goal. One dollar, and we will watch an episode. We will watch an episode per dollar of Queer Eye. Yep. And we're full on. You know, we're drinking. I I, um, I don't drink. I do. Oh, okay, so I will make I up do. for it. So so these these yeah, two will same. drink. Yeah. Yep. Um. Apparently, you guys, your age over there is like twenty one. His yep. yeah, they're twenty one. Ours is uh, nineteen. Okay, ours is eighteen here, so I've already gotten drunk several times in my life. Um, but okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also I, w- I had gotten drunk several times in my life by the time I was twelve. Big whoop. Yeah, <laughs> is that that's the thing. No matter what the legal drinking age is, they've gotten yeah, drunk before they reach that age. Drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm in one of the cities known for alcohol in my country, so. Oh, oh my whole country's known for alcoholism. It's a huge thing. My country's known for um, beer. No, your country is known for apologizing. So, hey, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) We have many great breweries up here in Canada, you fucker. (laughs) Um, It's hilarious watching five gay dudes absolutely destroy someone's home as they just touch everything and, like, put things on and, like, get rid of things. It's like... It's like letting five gremlins into your home, and they're making noises at you. I'm not sure if that's homophobic or not. I don't think so. No, 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 no. no. They literally, they like, they, 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 they shove their hands in things. Which, okay, you honestly, hygiene-wise, they should not be. Yeah, they just, just open the door. Just <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They make like gremlins. 
you know, okay, some gays are disasters, some gays are gremlins, okay? That's who, that's who they are. And all gays listen to podcasts. Hi, you're listening to this podcast, gay. The views, Go rep- grab the brews, a the views brought forward by Rascal do not necessarily represent those of Dust Door Process Company. <laughs> Okay, um, you know, yeah, they touch things that I don't think they should be touching. Um, oh God! Purely for hygiene oh reasons. Purely <laughs> for hygiene reasons. Like in the first episode, there is a chair that is obviously stained with. Uh, I don't think we should go into that. And then one of them tries to, like, you know, they get so close they accidentally touch it with their mouth, and they're like, no. No, that's too gross. You're gay. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is this? What? Where? How did we get to this? What? Queer eye. These are the gays. This is the gays. It's the gays. Mm. So oh, yeah, no. the, Rascal, these gays are being Rascal tiny gremlins. They're stealing us, so we started talking about queer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're, they're literally, they're, 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 they're gremlin hands, they're touching people's stuff, they're putting things on, they're like, they're going into bathrooms going, all right, did your wife buy this? And they go, yeah, my wife bought this. And they go, okay, then, we'll fix that later. And it's like, all that kind it's of like, stuff. Oh, did your wife just, buy this? Just, just smashes it. <laughs> they're like, they put it back down gently and they go, okay, these are your problem areas. Literally, that's like, that's what they do. Um, I really want some... them to come to my house now, just so I can be like, yeah, one of my friends calls you guys gremlins, by the way. <laughs> affectionately, affectionately, they're just like, they're little gremlins I, and they're touching things. I don't think oh. that's an affectionate term. It is. No, it's T- not. Trust me. It's <laughs> not affectionate by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> It is, it Death Door Cross, movies and TV, 165. Rascal calls uh, homosexuals gremlins. <laughs> okay. 154, yeah. please. No. Sorry, yeah. 154. Oh, God. Yeah. No, but literally all five of them. Oh, actually, no, all five of them. Um, and, and Tony, Antonio, Anthony? I think it's Anthony, the chef dude. He's very reserved. Therefore, he doesn't act like a gremlin and like touch things. Um, mainly because I think you, he's the you food heard it dude. here first. Rascal does not have affection for Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, he's not as bubbly as the others. Um, <laughs> okay, I should preface this. <laughs> um, this is what the show is about, drinking- everybody. Yeah, literally, it's about these five gay dudes fixing these straight people's lives, and the first, like, ten minutes is them just touching things and, like, putting things on, um, and es- essentially just destroying these people's homes with I a f- large amount of mess, Okay, I feel and like, then I feel like they I'm just, fix okay, so his I'm just life. Gonna, I just want to run down the names of all these guys, because their names are kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I expected. Okay, it's homosexual yeah. people on television. So They have oh, the best yeah, names. Of course. So we have... The food and wine expert, Antoni Porowski. He's the chef. He's the chef, yeah. Fashion expert, Tan France. <laughs> He's the Pakistani dude, I believe, so yeah. Culture expert, oh. Karamo Brown. He is the therapist, yep. I have been laughing too hard and long. I have a headache. Design expert, <laughs> Bobby Burke. Uh, yes, okay, he's married for 30, um, for five years uh, with his husband, 
He is the decorator designer. Yep. And grooming expert, Jonathan Van Ness. Yes, Jonathan. I think He's Jonathan got very Van Ness hair. is actually from the original series. I recognize that name. Uh, he is not. He's he's not. He's not from the original. He's a bit young, um, He's a podcaster. Uh, He was on a web series called Gay of Thrones. Yep, that makes sense. He he hosts a podcast called Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. Yep, I think that also makes sense. And he was on the reboot of Queer Eye. Which is just called Queer Eye. Yeah, it's just called Queer Eye, yeah. Which I, I, I don't know... What the original was called? Because they, like, they make the references guy. to the original. Yeah. Queer Eye ah, for the Straight okay. Guy is the original. Alright. That makes sense that they're fixing straight people's lives then. Yeah. Gay people don't need to fix gay people's lives. They're already gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, Cooper. okay. Thanks for... <laughs> no. No, no, no. There's so many disasters out there that okay. need help. Uh, can we take a moment's pause? <laughs> Deathdoor yes, Prods does not uh, does not in any way support the idea of hatred against anyone of for any of their religious, sexual or sexual preferences or racial like like the fact that they might be of a race or something. No, if we hate but you, it's for entirely other reasons. Fun, we're gonna make fun of everybody because everybody does stupid, funny shit all the time. Like we're making fun of Rascal for calling several gay men gremlins. <laughs> it's true. Need to be staying, but sure. I stand by it. I stand by it. Um, yeah, all I'm imagining now is really... all I'm imagining now is just like the fucking gremlins from the movie Gremlins. Just open the door and then five of them come in, but they're all dressed really well. Yeah, yeah, and they got great hair. Just like yeah. stripe comes all, in, all, and there's and there's like this really like great dye job fade out in the fucking in the fucking mohawk. And he just comes in and throws their cat in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they all they all they all make the gremlin noises, but it's in that tone <laughs> that the gays like employ when they're like, talking the one, amongst each except other. Except for the one that could talk. And like yeah. he's just the he like he's just he's like, the culture uh, expert. This this has to go. Yeah, that's the, that's the culture In my expert. Mouth. <laughs> it's like, what did your um, wife buy this? <laughs> <laughs> just eating potpourri. Um, uh, it okay. It's a great show, though. It's really like wholesome. It's like you know, good for the soul, especially if you're it, it, good for the gay soul. I should say. Um, <laughs> that makes. I think there's actually a book called Chicken Soup for the Gay Soul. Probably. probably, probably, yeah. It's chick- there's chicken soup for every kind of soul. I'm pretty sure there's chicken soup for the racist soul. <laughs> oh, Fucking tell me there's but, not. Um, yeah, someone Google that. Um, but hey, yeah, it's I'm not very... Googling that shit. I already Googled white <laughs> <You're>... supremacists. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you're Googling that. You're Googling that, Dead. Um, mm. But it's a really nice, wholesome show. Uh, they helped... In the first episode, they helped out uh, a dude with a bad back, 57. Um, and, uh, like, he liked cars, you know, fancy cars. Um, and, uh, you know, they got him back with his ex-wife, all that shebang. It's like, you know, it's proper, like, you know, reality TV makeover kind of scenario. <laughs> so. No, she seemed really sweet. So. There is no chicken soup for the racist soul. There is an article oh. called Soothing Soothing the Soul of Racism, which is an excerpt from Chicken Soup for the African American Soul. Oh good god. And another and another thing um from for the ominous sound racist assumptions from Chicken Soup for the Soul of America. 
These are both stories available on chickensoup.com. Is there, I repeat, is there a chicken soup for the gay soul? Yeah, you have to provide us with these details, then. We need to know. We need to know. Are gay people represented with the chicken soups? Yeah. Huh, let me check. Um, <laughs> this is the most important endeavor we have ever sought to complete. There is a story yeah. from Chicken Soup for the Teenage, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Teen Talk High School called My Gay Red Shorts. Uh, hmm. Chicken Soup, you guys got to get on this. Yeah. There is an article so on the website talkaboutequality.wordpress.com called Chicken Soup for the Gay Soul. I do not believe there has been one specifically for gay people. At least that I have been able to find. I'm offended. I will continue. To, yeah. I will continue looking into this. Okay, um, but it's a it's a wholesome show. It's great for gay people who just you know they need to watch like a makeover show for them, you know. Um, and yeah, I I can't wait to see the rest of the episodes because you know they're fun. <laughs> Um, hmm. Uh, I also watched, oh yeah, I watched one and a half movies. I watched, uh, both of them on Netflix. I watch everything on Netflix. Um, I watched a sci-fi kind of detective show, uh, no, sorry, movie, and I watched halfway through Annabelle Origins, uh, because at some point in that movie I got fed up because it was just a dumb movie. And I was like, I'm not in the mood to watch this. I want to go to bed. <laughs> um, so yeah, Annabelle Origins. It started nice. And then, of course, Kid dies. That's how it always goes. Uh, and then more children are brought into the scene, which is always a bad idea. Uh, they hate disabled people, like always. Um... And, uh, I think I stopped after the, uh, they got to the real meat of the horror stuff because it was unmanaged, like, you know, it was just uncreative. Okay, but I did. It was, um, there we go. It was, like, uncreative, kind of just a mess. And that was Annabelle. And we're back, everybody. Half. And we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, like, like I said, I don't know if you guys caught that, but. Yeah, no, no chicken soup for gay soul, but there is a delineation between chicken soup for the African American soul and chicken soup for the African American woman's soul. Oh dear lord! You got it. chicken soup. Get on it. Yeah. There's Get one on for it. baseball fans. There's one for on beach lovers. <laughs> Get on that gay Ooh. dick, chicken soup. Get on it. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> There's a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul: Cartoons for Dads. Is there one, like, maybe not specifically for gay people? Oh, fuck you. Is there, you. like, one just... F There's chicken soup for the Canadian soul. <laughs> <laughs> Is there chicken soup for the Australian soul? Is there chicken yeah, soup please, for the Australian tell soul? Tell me. There's please, not. Please, please. This has Aww. devolved into, is there a chicken soup for it? There's chicken soup for the chiropractic See. soul. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Oh. There's I know what the title of this episode soup. is going to be. <laughs> chicken soup for the movie podcast show. 
I don't think we actually oh can use that. That might run into some legal issues. Uh, is there... Wait, is there a chicken soup for podcasts? Is there a chicken soup for the podcaster's soul? Uh, there is not. Yeah. Damn oh, okay. it. Okay. There's so they don't want it chicken soup. I'm pretty sure the chicken soup. Yeah. The, I'm pretty sure the chicken soup for the soul books like died out in like the early 2000s before that happened. That's a shame. I honestly don't know though. It they they could be fucking. They could, could still, still be out there and kicking. producing fucking online media <laughs> content for all kinds of fucking souls. <laughs> you, okay, man, you say that, but that, there is a person out there like that. Oh. Yeah, probably. No, no, that's the title. We can avoid the yeah. chicken soup legality by just calling it soup for the gay racist podcaster soul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rascal. Oh, oh. So this movie before we oh, get yeah. completely derailed. What what was it? Yeah, Annabelle Origins. The it's so okay. At some point, you've got to try with horror. Like I remember, fucking Open House. You know, is still better than fucking Annabelle Origins because. Well, isn't that a prequel you know, to a prequel? Yes. I yes. Oh wait, it's I a prequel to a spin-off, the, sorry. Wait, no. D- oh. Yeah, so in The Conjuring, they introduced the Annabelle doll, and that was spun off into yeah. its own separate movie, Annabelle, which took place before the events of The Conjuring, and then this is the origin story of how the Annabelle doll was created. Yeah, so it's Which I think ignores the first movie. The first Annabelle movie, not the first Conjuring yes. movie. Yes. Yes, I do. Re- I do remember knowing some scenes of one of those two movies and thinking that's not how that was explained, like in this movie. Yeah, they yeah, definitely. The Conjuring I think is a weird meta franchise. Yeah, it's very weird, and they. They. I don't think they really took it. Like you know, there's a point where you don't take things seriously, and it's like, oh yeah, this is funny now because they didn't take it seriously enough. And then there's a point where you tried hard enough, but you didn't take it seriously enough that now it's just shit. Um, that's Annabelle Origins. Um, Hearing you talk yeah. about that makes me think about the absolutely shit, uh, shot on shittio movie, Creepy Doll. I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched that. Well, hey, Rascal, I bet you'll be fucking hyped for this. There's the third <laughs> one coming. Oh, is it? Oh, fuck me. Is just it assume another... it's the worst version you just thought of. Okay. Just assume. It is, it is from the, it'll be written and directed by the guy who wrote the first two ones and who was also working on The Nun, the second Conjuring spin-off mini-franchise. Uh, okay, is The Nun about the first... No, okay, The Nun... The Nun I is about is The actually... Nun from The Conjuring 2. The Conjuring 2, yeah, yeah. God, fuck me. And then, the, and then they'll be spinning movies. off, the, and, they'll be, and they'll be getting the Crooked Man spin-off. Featuring the character from The Conjuring 2. Why are we all obsessed with this? Can't we just leave a movie and go, yeah, that's done. Let's do something new. I'm going to go watch... uh, I'm going to go watch fucking Candyman. Because that's actually scary. Ooh, Candyman. Like, my aunt was in that movie as an extra. So here's the thing, actually. Like, The Conjuring movies, they're genuinely... They're generally, like, accepted as, like, hey, these are actually good horror movies. 
Yeah, the Conjuring movies are actually, you know, they're all right. Um, it's just think... the bullshit with Annabelle. Yeah. That's what I'm coming like down the... against. Oh, and also... I think just... I like the second one better than the first one. Oh, and also just I for think... anybody wondering, um, there is also a short film set in the Conjuring universe that was part of the My Annabelle Creation contest. That was a terrible contest. Yeah, it was a, so for those who don't know, um, My Annabelle Creation was a, was a contest set up by, I think, Warner Brothers, who produces the movies. Pretty sure they produce them. Let me just double check that. Yes, Warner Brothers. Yeah, it was a thing set up by Warner Brothers and the director of Annabelle and whatever. And they were like, hey, make a short film. Make your own fucking little short film idea. Because the guy who made the Annabelle creation also started out started out making YouTube videos, uh, making short okay. little YouTube horror films, mm. and so he's like, mm. "Hey, make your own and submit it. If you win, you will win fifty dollars. Oh my god! And a chance to come and a chance to come out to meet the meet with people from Warner Brothers and stuff, as well as the director, uh, just for like dinner or whatever." Um, if if the people at Warner Brothers like your movie enough, they can pay you an additional fifty dollars on top of your prize, and get all of the rights to the thing you made. God, that's such a fucking scam. Yeah, yeah, it is. And people called oh. them out on it. They were like, "Oh, you fucking dumbasses! This contest yeah, is terrible." Yeah, that's yeah, that's such a scam. It Jesus is. Hey, Christ. you win. You could win one hundred dollars and lose the rights to the thing you created. Do yeah. you at least get credited for it? Nope. Don't think so. Yeah, no. I, yeah. Like, I mean, wow. they could like, put like something the original, down. Like, the original but... film, it will still be yours or whatever. But if they decide to turn that fucking two-minute movie you make into a multi-million dollar movie, you get nothing. Well, at least yeah, if you get such... credited, you might get a, a job in the industry or something. Oh, Fuck. honey. Yeah, but that like they wouldn't they would that's not part of the legality of it. Like and you yeah, know, it, a company like be, Warner Brothers or whatever. Yeah, they it, wouldn't it, bother. Probably if they legally had to do it, it would be in it would be like in that incredibly fucking small font print on movie posters that you never read. Yeah, or at or the very the, end like of the credits, the end like of the, the credits. emoji movies, um like acknowledging that they were paid for everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some little thing nestled in between the soundtrack and the VFX dudes. God, I'm so There's like fucking 12 point fucking font. Angry. Let's do me this idea. Yeah, that's oh, that's such a scam. Yeah, it's terrible. Fucking dog shit. <sighs> but anyway, moving on. Yeah. The yeah, Annabelle is the it's it's not good. Annabelle Origins. Uh, okay, the first I I'll, the I'll first just say the movie's movies. called Annabelle Creation. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. No, it's Annabelle Oh, is it creation? Annabelle Creation. Creation. Oh, I don't That's know. why the contest is called it's My Annabelle Creation. Creation. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um but yeah, it's it's not very good. It's like they didn't bother with the, like they could they could have set up a really good like plot line with like good character like motives and stuff and like maybe even improve that whole Annabelle line. Um but they just went with the really cheap, easy kind of like no thinking answer. Excuse to, me like, while I'd know. be shocked. <gasps> <laughs> um but no, but the thing is the conjuring movies, they were like all right, you know, they were good movies and like if I think 
if this movie was more along the lines of those movies, it one, it would definitely be improved, but like, you know, I would expect that kind of quality. Yeah, um, but like the, like hundred movies like, are James Wan movies. And James Wan Yeah. He's he's a pretty alright fucking director. Yeah. Like uh, I just wish more movies, you know, had like certain standards. With, oh, and he's know. Australian. Yeah. Um we actually do alright in um horror movies, I think, Aussie directors. Um, but yeah, no, it's, oh, it's shitty. Like, okay, they kind of set up the movie for Annabelle, because, okay, Annabelle is the spirit of a child who died by, like, a car crash. She got run over in the middle of the road, um, and her <laughs> dad is, like, a doll maker. So, um, you know, they kind of set it up that, you know, uh, Annabelle um, haunts the, like, you know, the doll body of one of her dad's creations, you know, in order to, like, you know, I guess, live again. Um, and they could have, like, made it really well. Like, they could have given the character motivation of, like, oh, Annabelle just wants to be alive again. She just wants to be a little girl. But, like, you know, she's been corrupted while dead. Like, you know, they could have gone that route. Um, but they just, instead, they went, oh... I just want your soul. Like, that's it. That's all they went with. Yeah. Um, they could have added, like, a lot more, I guess, emotional depth. Because the movie at the beginning is so nice. Like, I would watch a period drama of this family trying to get through life when the dad, the bread, the breadwinner is, like, you know, a doll maker. Like, I could watch that. That's, like, you know... A fun afternoon with like maybe you cry by the end of the movie, um, but get no, fucking drunk just goes and yas. <laughs> yeah, you can get your five other gay friends there. And you go yas, queen, snatch. No, oh God, but um, <laughs> I know I hate that too. I hate talking like that. Um, Which is weird because the voice lends but- to it so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I know it's. I've got a great voice for that, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So Annabelle Origins. Ugh, fuck that. I also watched Anon, um, which is on Netflix. Netflix produced. Uh, I believe uh, they had the little Netflix tag on it. Um, and uh, that, that could is mean us. Yeah, that could, I know because. Yeah, it could mean anything. Um, but Anon is a sci-fi kind of detective adventure where we all live in the future and um, we've kind of got like Google Glass, but they're in our eyes. So we've got Google like contact? eyes? Yeah, yeah Google kind eyes. Of Google eyes. Yeah, we've got Google eyes. Um and, like, you know, everyone, it's like, you know, the streets are all blank, but, you know, you can still see advertisements because yeah, it's, they're it's the AR they're thing digitally. from fucking Altered Carbon. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like plastered on VR, um, but it's quite, um, it's, like, not very uh, intrusive. It's still quite light, um, which is weird. And we follow the... Uh, oh, another thing. They can transfer memories uh, between each other, like a, like a file, like, you know, go so through Google Drive. the altered carbon stacks. Yeah, yeah. 
um it i i guess i guess if like you know a sci-fi show wants to go that route it's all going to be quite similar um, yeah, and like it, it is all like speculative fiction based on where technology is, and the idea of just like yeah, just fucking everybody records all their shit anyway. Just put that shit in your eye, then download it. Yeah, exactly. It's all it's all kind of similar because we're all like, oh yeah, this is how it's probably gonna go. Um, but it's like proper like London, not like you know fan like not like cyberpunk London where it's like dark and it's constantly raining. It's like oh yeah, it's just cloudy it's and like everything's still like brownstone. Um, are trees holograms? Trees or not? Uh, is the queen a hologram? I the, no, I don't actually know. We don't get to see the queen, but I think we we did see clocks and stuff. It's queen Elizabeth like, II still rocking five hundred years in the future. Just I'm not gonna die yet, you bitches. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you'll take this crown from me. Um, you'll take the throne from um, my cold dead arms. Kogiyami, <laughs> attack! Um, yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much kind of like, you know, it's like that kind of like subtle cyberpunk. No, no, it's like kind of subtle sci-fi in the future. Yeah, it's, um, it's low-fi sci-fi. One detective, yeah, it's low sci-fi. Um, but this one detective, he's, um, accidentally stumbles, or he's actually, he's brought onto a case about a hacker who hacks into her target's eyes and purposely flips the perspectives um, so that the the victim can only see through the killer's eyes. Um, well, that's weird. And yeah, it is weird. And therefore, in their uh, in their memories, in their stored memories uh, that the detectives can have access to, all they can see um, is the killer's point of view, but not the killer, because the victim's eyes have been taken over. Um, and that's pretty much the main kind of like source of the mystery, because it's like, oh. Our killer is a hacker who can do instant hacking with, you know, hardware that's in someone's eyes and like with the cloud that we're all connected to. I am the future. Um, the only thing, the only thing more terrifying than crime, hackers. Hackers. Yeah. It's a big thing. It's like. Sorry, sorry, I, I was, I was, I was reacting to the idea of hackers who can instantly hack anything and are yeah, fucking gods. Like, Whoa. Yeah, I know. It's it's it, it's like when you know, it shows like their hacking um, rig is it just like an arm mounted fucking keyboard. No, they don't have any. They don't have any rigs. No rigs. It's all in their like head. Oh fuck you! Um, they're what? All, yeah, exactly. <sighs> it's not. There's no. Okay. We don't even no get a fucking scene pizzazz. of some dumbass opening fucking seven different colored command prompts just typing. Yeah, we don't see any of that. There's no pizzazz in this film. It's all like lifeless. Um, which I don't know is a message that the like mess like the movie is trying to like send because I think if it were a message or like a theme that we all live in a lifeless society because we're all connected to the cloud, then I think we'd have a scene near the end where it's like you know the detective is disconnected or he sees the error of society's ways. I don't think it's that. Um, I think it's just the director's style because this is Andrew Nichol directing this. Oh, okay. Yeah, who did Gattaca, yeah. um, Lord of War, In Time, The Shitty Host. Ah. Oh, okay. And he wrote The Truman yeah. Show. Yeah. Huh. God, The Truman Show was so fucking good. That was, yeah. 
yeah, I guess it must be just the directing style then, because um, it was it was pretty a lifeless movie. Um, there was not a lot of like you know emotionally hitting points. There wasn't a lot of character motivation. Um, of course, it hits all like the stereotypes, like um, the detective has a dead son. Um, you know, he's divorced with his ex-wife. Huh? Drinking problem? Yes, of course. But it's a smoking problem. Suicide at not, not multiple points. Um, he's not suicidal, but he is self-destructive. Um, okay, so he's on the way. He's if there was a sequel to this, the there's a sequel to this, or like this take place like five years later, he'd have a single bullet saved. Yeah, yeah, that's like he's on his way. Um, to getting to that point. Um, yeah, like he he perp like you know his first idea for how to catch the hacker is to like go into um uh undercover and like take cocaine and stuff. Um, you Word. know, like he's that kind of self just yeah he's that kind of self destructive. Um, Cyber King Kong such, and got shit on me. <laughs> but you know what's worse? They don't have that. There's no, there's no like pizzazz. There's no like fancy green lights or like blue lights or like rainbow lights. There's no, you know, people have like avatars on their screens or anything. Nothing like that. It's all. It's all utilitarian, utilitarian. just flat bullshit. Yeah, it's all flat, all gray. It's, it's well, you like, know, there's like maybe like, a bit let's of advertisement. Be, let's be honest. If there was like fucking widespread AR, that shit is everywhere, and it is up in your fucking grill. Yeah, like it would be nuts to have AR. Like you know that you know it would be nuts, and especially if, it would be like, altered carbon. Introduced, yeah, yeah, because they introduced the idea of like capitalism having you know putting ads on buildings and stuff. Like, of course they would pay to like you know put advertisements directly on your eyes. Like, yeah. come on. Um, yeah, it, I yeah, have it nice, wasn't very like, creative. I have virtual tattoos. I sold my back to McDonald's. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, there's just no pizzazz, no pizzazz, no idea of like, oh, what would like actually happen. Um, I think what you know, whoever wrote this probably was like thinking, oh, I want to make a detective story, but make it slightly different. I'll just I want to make a detective story, stuff. but Blade Runner. I just got a horrifying yeah, image no in my robots. head of the future where everyone walks around in fucking burlap sacks, but then with the AR on, they look like they're wearing NASCAR uniforms just with the amount of fucking advertising on them. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, they're wearing just No, plain, they wouldn't like, wear burlap sweats. sacks. They'd be wearing, like, silk underwear and nothing else. Yeah. Brought to you by <laughs> <Yeah>. Mac Weldon. <laughs> and, like, you know, you know, some people, like, you can see don't have shirts on because they've done, you know, the tattoo advertisement, and then some people are in suits because they bought the suit AR clothes, like yeah, um, yeah but none I, of that. I spend, it's like I spend enough money to get the in to get the in AR currency in order to afford this really fancy AR suit. But you just cut out to the real world. He's wearing a fucking anime T shirt. Yeah, like okay. I would never um, wear clothes again. If you could buy them, like AR wise. If everyone was constantly using AR, the only clothing I would ever wear would be boxers and that would just be so that i couldn't get arrested for indecent exposure okay but what about if it was raining or it's so, the winter i like the rain i'm not going outside <laughs> yeah or anything like, I, like, I don't like cl clothes don't just serve as a don't be naked <laughs> they do down south where it's hot even in winter <laughs> well, welcome to the north where the weather changes 
I would love to, but I can't afford it. See, I would still have to wear clothes purely because of the danger of um insects. Giant and lizards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, giant future lizards. Yeah, yeah, the giant future lizards from the who good also have Google Eye. Yeah. Or the emus <laughs> rebelling again. Yeah, well, no, they live further up north. You'd have to go into emu country. Um, they, they're they're going to conquer. Live. They're going to conquer. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure their territory will expand, and I think their territory has expanded over the past <laughs> couple of years. Um, but you know, I, that's a future for an, that's a problem for another day. Maybe a one of these problem. weird fucking future AR goddamn series is going to be having an emperor's new clothes goddamn moment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. God, I hope so. They're gonna take out their they're gonna take out their contacts, and suddenly everyone's naked, and it's just gonna be like, honestly, oh. with the way most of you have let yourselves go, AR was better. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. They all they all have fucking AR abs. Yeah. And then oh. then you get that you you walk by a place and you accidentally get the virus that turns everyone into your mother naked. Oh and God. She's like, as your mother comes, oh. your mother comes up. Hey, what's the matter with you, dude? <laughs> so, some prostitute walks up to you, five dollars for a night. Mom, why? <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, it's like, hey, you want to go to the back? It's five bucks for the first minute, two fifty for each additional minute, and then you just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they just pass a stick in front of your eyes, and you suddenly see as them as they as they want you to see. Let me guess, you got the mother virus. Everybody's been getting that recently. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. You know what? Ready Player One was a more realistic version of <laughs> than this movie. I can't believe yeah, Ready Player One was more that. realistic. Yeah, me either. Yeah, it... Yeah, it's still it was, but it was still more also, the realistic. Idea that, the idea that advertisements would be everywhere with AR goggles precludes one thing. Ad block. Adblock will always be a thing. Yeah, it will. Yeah, but then, I guess. Then it'll get yeah. to the point where, like, hey, hey, you walk outside. Oh, it appears you have Adblock installed. Do you like to remove it? And you're blind until you remove Adblock. Or it'll be like Adblock will be like, oh, do you want to pay five bucks for like Adblock Premium? Yeah, like, you like don't I see have any ads. Like I have just fucking boring ass regular Adblock, and even that still blocks me from you from viewing some websites because they're like, hey man, whitelist us, please. We need to make money. Yeah, but everywhere yeah. wouldn't be begging to to be whitelisted. People, the hell, big places people will. would not be. Yeah, but people would not be begging to be whitelisted. And then you can just whitelist certain places as you go. Like, no, okay, I want to go in here. No, just, just watch one dude's going to be like. The, there's going to be there's going to be like at least twelve percent of the population that are, that you want you to whitelist them so they can advertise their own bullshit like us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The- well, guess what, motherfucker? Listen. Our Patreon ad that is on every page is in a video can't okay. be ad block because it's not technically an ad. It's just okay. HTML code, bitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I'm not good enough to. Yeah. I'm not good enough to code proper ad shit. So it's just weird HTML stuff that has an image link to a to a URL, fuckers. <laughs> I'm bad at this. Nice. Pay me. Get around, get around the system. Um, yeah, it's just so lifeless, this uh, movie. There's no pizzazz. It doesn't feel like there's humans in it, which is wrong, I think. I think if you're making a movie, you know, it should feel like there's people in it. Hello, I am Hugh, man. 
I would like to install the ad of blockers, please. <laughs> I'm here to investigate a murder. It's like, yeah, it's Why do your like, robots okay. always turn Norwegian? Because fuck it. <laughs> Ever since we talked about Swisscar Swigelf, it's been Norwegian accent every other time. Hello, I am here to best I am here to investigate a murder. Please point me toward the evidence. No, but like it it was like that. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I, know. I am off <laughs> I am officer bot subsection C. Please direct me towards your traffic accident. <laughs> oh. Oh uh, no, they they don't call them accidents anymore. They call them collisions because In accident implies that no one's at fault. Running condolences.exe. <laughs> Our thoughts and um. prayers go out to the public. Oh. You know what, though? Detectives and cops have kind of turned into, like, lying truth-detecting machines in this movie. Um, there's a moment, there's a scene in the movie where, like, this rich, pompous, uh, you know, lady, white lady comes in and she goes, oh, yeah. Um, you didn't need to specify so white. <laughs> um, she's like, oh, you know, oh, she was wearing, like, a white dress, I think. That's why I mentioned it. Um... She's like, oh, you know, my bracelet's been stolen. And, you know, I checked my memory and I definitely put it down there and I didn't lose it. Um, and this detective, like, he shows her the memory of, like, a, you know, one of the cleaners. And, like, nope, the cleaner didn't steal it. Sorry. Um, but he kind of decides. But then he tells, you know, another person later on that, oh, yeah, the cleaner did steal it. But she needed to make rent that day. Was like, the cleaner Hispanic? Uh, she was black. Is that better or worse? Uh, I don't know. About equal. Okay. Yeah, I think it's equal. It was a but. It was about yeah, equal. a black lady. Um, but uh, but yeah. So it's like okay, yeah, you're a cop, but I'm pretty sure cops wouldn't do that anyway. Yeah, uh, like some, co cops some enforce would. the law. They don't give a shit about morality. No, yeah, some, like, some will ignore the law for morality. Yeah, some will, but is this the future? Yeah, yeah like, those are good Morality cops, was like, sold you know? to Walmart. Yeah. You have, you have to pay, actually, have to no, pay them, like, fucking nine ninety five a month in order to have morality. <laughs> oh, I kind of wish that this movie had that kind of flavor, though, because it doesn't. It's just... <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Um... Oh, but yeah, it. I'm a lot of worse. It's, oh, it's just lifeless and bad, and like you know, they try. Oh, they try to do the whole detective has fallen in love with the the, the lady crime maker. That's not <laughs> the lady crime maker. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so, criminal. You mean criminal. That's it. The criminal. <laughs> I completely forgot the word criminal. Um, uh, yeah, I it's that lady this. lawbreaker person. Yeah, the crime maker. <laughs> but yeah, it's literally they try to call, they try to pull the whole detective falls in love with the female criminal. She's know, baking anti laws. Um, Attack her. <laughs> nope. From now oh, on, oh, but maybe I can do cocaine with her. Makers. It's crime maker. It's crime makers. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um. 
So yeah, so they go that whole route of like, oh yeah, the crime maker, you know, what if she's just, she's doing this for some reason, can I do cocaine with her again, please, chief? <laughs> um... <laughs> Hey chief, I need to go I need to go bump rails with this fucking crime maker. Help me out here. Yeah, literally. He goes like, "Oh shit, chief, I need to do this again with the cocaine. Um, I also need to fuck a prostitute. Is that okay, chief? Can I do that undercover what do you mean against regulation? You paying the money?" <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure regulation says I can because we live in this future. Um, yeah, yeah, our, we live yeah, in this timeline. Police regulations were bought by Pornhub. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, there's also like, you know, they come out of left field with like another hacker, um, doing the hacking and like blaming this female hacker for the hacking. No, there's no rigs in this movie. Mother there's bitch. nothing. I know. I'm so mad that we don't I need a good stupid see... hacking rig. I need fucking 17 yeah. monitors and five keyboards. Yeah. And like, you know, a million cables. You need we to see need the end, like the in an abandoned warehouse. Yeah, yeah. There's none of that. There's no rigs. They do it all in their heads, and it's dumb. That no, is garbage. Not a fan. Yeah, it's like it's Andrew Nichols has never seen a hacking movie before. Yeah, it, we honestly, need fucking I Seth just... Green with a goddamn drinks trolley covered in nine different covered in nine different motherboards so we can hack the traffic controllers. I need to see someone in a leather trench coat wearing sunglasses hacking. I'm, you know, that's what makes, that's what makes hacking, you know? And they go, I need to see some ripped Australian dude in an oil field hacking into the fucking Department of Defense. I need to see two people typing on the same keyboard at the same time. Yes. I watched some Black Lightning this week and I saw somebody compare DNA by typing. Yes, that's what I want. That's what I need to see in a hacking movie. I want to see that shit. That dumb shit. I need to see There it. is no mouse. Who um, needs a mouse? Fuck your mouse. Who? Yeah. Fuck the mouse. You're only using keyboard commands to, you, you, like, make your way around. Yes. Okay. But yeah. there's no rigs. It's all done in your head. And they all, and like, the, And if know, there is a mouse, it's a fucking Apple mouse. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Um, and it's connected by a cord. Um... Well, yeah, actually, that that makes sense. Pe- people want like people that want like sense. lagless connection, and with a wireless mouse, there's a fucking lag. Yeah, and it can also like lose um, a signal over time. Yeah, this yeah. So a wireless Apple, Apple mouse. Wireless, yeah. That's what's that's Apple what's being mouse. used to hack the fucking Department of Defense. Yes. Hack the planet. Yeah, bitch. Hack the planet. Yeah. Hack the planet. Um, yeah. There's none of that in this movie, and I think if it added. That to the movie, it would have improved it greatly. Yeah, that's always the thing um, with hacking. It, needs, it either needs to be like Mr. Robot levels of accurate or swordfish. Yeah, it needs to be either really dumb or it needs to be like, you know, super accurate. It can't be in between. Yeah, if it's anywhere in between, you're fucked. Yeah, anywhere in between, it's pointless. You you need to write a different movie. Um, But yeah, so in his mind... Ugh, um, these other hacker, yeah, I think they do call them that at some point in the movie. These no, they're mind jackers. Hackers. It's eye jackers. Yeah, oh no, <laughs> jack offs. <laughs> these mind criminal makers. Um, <laughs> these are uh, yeah. So like you uh, know, Martha this Stewart one crime, <laughs> but like worse crime. This yeah, worse crime, bad crime. Um, this other hacker is blaming the female hacker. 
um, for uh, like love. They make a weird As love triangle. Okay, so it's actual sex love. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they fuck. They f there's fucking in this movie. There's cocaine and there's fucking and there's prostitutes. Um, which I think would have been improved if there was very dumb hacking in it. Um, yeah, this, this... <sighs> Should we just wait? No, you can keep going. It'll be fine. Okay. This, this... They come out of left field. They explain that this lady, that all, most hackers get rid of all the physical stuff as well as all the digital stuff. So they get rid of actual birth certificates, actual, like, ID. They get rid of everything. Um, so they're kind of like blank slates in which they can do their hacking. So this, this lady hacker is being, um, is being blamed for these hacking crimes slash murders another hacker is doing, which his which he is doing so that he can kidnap her, steal her away, and become lovers. <laughs> so that's what that that's the kind of mindset, and this all comes out of left field. Um, it isn't explained. Who this other hacker is? It isn't explained why he's fallen in love with this lady hacker. He's a hacker from it's the hackosphere. Yeah, it's they, the dark no, web. He was on a forum and then was like, "Oh shit, your your fucking forum oh, signature is hot as hell." They use forums in this, but it's like oh. mind forums. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's literally this. The detective goes, "Oh, I need to go onto the dark forums he went to, mind to hire 4chan. a hacker." Yeah, pretty much. And then this hacker was like, I got ya. Let's do cocaine together. Like, um, Here, bump this yeah. while, I fucking, while I fucking set you up with a VPN. <laughs> yeah. A mind VPN. Um, but this, this kind of love triangle they've got going on is... Um, it's all out of left field. All out of left field. Okay. Yeah, this it's all sounds terrible. This sounds, this sounds terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Do not watch. Um, unless you want to get ideas to write a better movie. Or a I worse think, movie. Yeah, or a worse movie. If you want to study this movie and go, okay, yeah, this fucker went wrong here, and then write something that's better, go for it. Because um, I want to see that, you know, whatever these listeners will be making. All right, then. Anything and else? that's it. That's it. Nope, that's, that's the three things I'm bringing to the table today. Alrighty then. So, for me, I watched an episode of a TV show. <laughs> Just one? Oh, sorry. Half an episode of a TV show. Because there was one character in it who ruined it for me. Oh, those are always oh. the best. So, yeah. I tried watching Monk. Which season? First. Yeah, you gotta skip, like, the first three, four... Yeah, that's the thing. I no. no? <laughs> There's no continuity. Well, there actually kind of is because one of the characters gets swapped out. Yeah, there's no continuity. Anyway, yeah. So Monk. Um, for those that don't know, it is, it is one monks? of the. It's kind of the progenitor of the USA detective, but with a quirk. Oh. 
Yeah, in this case, it is a detective, but he has obsessive compulsive disorder. Severe obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. Starring Tony Shalhoub, which is kind of one of the reasons I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll check this out. Tony Shalhoub. Uh, and, yeah, he, his wife was uh, killed by, I think, a car bomb. Oh. That was meant, it has been so long since I watched that. That was meant for him. Yeah, so it kind of had a kind of a mental breakdown. He had to lead the force, and that's coming. And he comes back as a consultant because his OCD is off the fucking charts. Oh, what, and that's what lets him be a better detective. Yes, because he because he yeah. sees everything that's out of place. Oh, okay. 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 And like the first scene of the show is him explaining a murder while every three seconds touching a lamp. Just that's it. Just just he's explaining it and then poking a lamp. And then his nurse comes over. It's like, Adrian, stop being such a little fucking freak. Just tell him what the fucking murder was. Because his, because uh, his, um, like nurse or live-in nurse or whatever, is the most Long Island woman. Yep. <laughs> just she is just okay. fucking super abrasive and talks in the most over-the-top New York accent. Like, like she makes my New York accent look subtle and realistic by comparison. Yeah. I, and she's I terrible. agree with that completely. She's just the fucking worst person. Yeah, I, I actively skip over the seasons with her in it. Because like she like her She's kid the reason I stopped her the first episode. Her, and she she brings the kid's character down, in my opinion. Yeah, she like, is fucking terrible and the worst, and I hate her, and she's the reason I stopped watching halfway through the first episode. Well, that and the murder mystery itself was also just kind of bad. There's nothing great. And Tony Shalhoub, as much as I like him, he wasn't bringing enough to the table to actually push me through it. Like, looking at the actual, like, murders and stuff, they're not of any worse or lower level than something from Psych. But with Psych... No, I prefer Psych. Yeah, but with Psych, you had fucking James Roday and Dulé Hill. You had the rest of the police force. You had character and charisma. Like Sean Spencer and his partner and his partner, Bruton Gaster. Those two guys made that show. Everybody else was great on that show, too, but it worked because of them. If you took them out, you would get a slightly better version of Monk. Which isn't that great to begin with, because Monk isn't that great. I enjoy it, but I know where you're coming from. Yeah. I can see where a lot of their ideas for the USA, like Blue Sky Initiative kind of thing came from. But every other show after that worked so much better. Just, hey, let's take this guy, but there's something weird about him. So, and then that's where the like, fucking charisma comes from. And, or like the intrigue comes from or whatever. But with Monk, it was just... They hadn't nailed the formula down like they did with, with like they did with their other shows. Yeah, it's like going back and watching the original Lord of the Rings movies. Just the Lord of the Rings movies, like yeah, at the time or whatever. If you haven't seen any other fantasy thing, they're like really fucking good. But if you see other fantasy stuff, they have more interesting ideas in it than the original. I'm not a big fan of Lord of the Rings. Okay, me neither. Come at me, fucking Tolkien nerds. 
<laughs> I'll take all you on. Kick your asses. <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson. <laughs> anyway, and then only that's all I watch for TV. Um, everything else was just kind of keeping up with or failing to keep up with in more appropriate terms. I'm really falling behind this TV season. The other thing I watched was a movie. I watched three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, yep. Yep. This movie's weird. And I'm not really sure what it wanted to be. They wanted to be three billboards outside of Missouri. Yeah. So have you ever heard of the movie Caveman? <laughs> not once. All right. So this movie was nominated for Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. And, and won a couple. It about this one woman whose daughter like died or disappeared and the cops. Yeah. So. Weren't doing so, the so movie, well at their job. So the movie takes place seven months after Francis McDormand's daughter's dead body is found. Ooh. She was raped, murdered, and set on fire about five minutes from their house. Oh, God. In the seven months since that murder and stuff happened, and I'm sorry for, I'm just looking at my fucking waveform because there's somebody mowing their goddamn lawn outside. So I'm sorry that's coming across in the recording. But yeah, so she, yeah, so seven months passed and the cops have arrested nobody. They found, they've like found no new leads, done nothing really. So she rents out the billboards outside of her house where her daughter was murdered for a year. And it, the billboards are just fucking vibrant red background with big block text in black saying raped while dying. Still no arrests. Why not Chief Willoughby? Just calling out the cops for doing fucking nothing on her daughter's on her daughter's case. And then the rest of the town reacts. Because it's yeah. one of those weird, like, because it's one of those, like, small town things where everybody loves the cops. And if you fucking try to shake, the, if you try to rock the boat, then, like, get fucked. Yeah, it's like small towns in the middle of nowhere, like, every, where everyone knows everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Francis McDormand buys those billboards out. And then immediately the cops are like, yo, fuck this. I have heard of this. You I don't remember how saw, I felt about it, but you probably saw the trailer where this, um, with the main character, the main, the main woman, she goes by and just yells at like a, a, a Francis McDormand. Yeah, that's her, her driving by is the best scene in the fucking movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. So, so like when she puts up the billboards, a news reporter comes out, and just kind of interviews her for like what the billboards are, what the billboards are for, what's doing. I'm gonna be getting the spoilers for this, so, like get fucked. Uh, but then after the chief of police kills himself, uh, oh, she is standing outside okay. of his house. I saying, think we've talked about this before. Uh, this is the first time I've seen it and the first time I think anybody's talked about it on the show. Where the hell have I heard someone tell me about this movie before? Because I didn't watch it. This isn't the kind of movie I'd watch. But yeah, so she, she's standing outside the chief's property and she's saying like, and she's saying like, um, like chief of police loved by the community found dead this morning after a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Some believe it was the. Some believe it was just uh, the, you know him want him not wanting to give into his cancer. Others believe it had to do with these billboards outside of town. All this reporter knows is it's sad to see him go. Then cut to then the, later in the movie, her billboards are set on fire. 
And so then the reporter is standing outside, uh, standing next to the billboards. It's like, these billboards, once a fucking red beacon of bullshit, are now just charred nothing with the death of Chief Willoughby. All the reporter can say is, I'm glad to see them go. And the, and the, hopefully this puts things to bed. And then McDormand drives by, just dunks on her. It's like, it's like <laughs> nothing's done, you dumb bitch. Fucking report that asshole and drives away. <laughs> and then fucking I cunt punts some lady. And like the next scene is somebody fucking throws a can at her as she's dropping her kid off at school. Just walks up to a dude, it's like, hey, who threw that? I don't know. Kicks him in the kicks him in the balls. Walks up to a girl, who threw that? I don't know. Punches her like fucking like toe kicks her in the cunt. Walks up to the next dude, it's like, I don't know, man, I'm just I just go here. Just gets her car and drives away. <laughs> it's these weird fucking flits in between like really serious drama and comedy. Or just being really awkward. Because there's a point in the movie where, like, so so the chief is played by uh, Woody Harrelson. And he has cancer. He's dying, and the doctor's like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to die. He coughs up blood at one point while, while like, interrogating Frances McDormand after she drilled a hole through her dentist's thumb. Oh, my God. Because the dentist was like, hey, my friend Chief Willoughby's. There's like, it's like, hey, I got a loose tooth. Yeah, it's got to come out. And then he just grabs the drill, goes to put it in her mouth, like, what, no Novocaine? Goes, goes gives the Novocaine really just fucking harshly. And then as the drill is going into her mouth, he's like, you know, a lot of friends of Chief Willoughby's around here. Not like we do all those billboards. So she just immediately just fucking grabs the drill out of his hand and just drams it into his fucking thumb. Yeah, so as they're being inter- as she's interrog- as he's interrogating her, he just coughs up blood. And then instantly she goes from the character she's been up till now of just this fucking take no shit, I'm going to do what I fucking want, cantankerous bitch, to be, in a, to be just being like, oh, oh, sweetie, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Here, let me go get you help. Just on a goddamn dime makes that turn. And then he, and then after he kills himself, uh, he leaves a note for his wife talking about Talking about, I want my last memories to be our daughters fishing on that blanket while I'm inside of you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because his last days of, of life were spent like, hey, all right, all right, daughters, fucking stay on this blanket and use these magnets to fish for stuffed animals. I'm going to go fuck your mom. I mean, if you had to go... Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, but like the way he describes it of his last memories being yeah. inside of her. Not being oh, with her, specifically using the word inside you. That's gross. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yeah. Which is like, Bleh. like I, I get what you're going for. You're going for like, you're going for like the romantic thing of like, hey, our last day spent together. I wanted it to be the fucking best thing ever, so we fucked. But like, you know, being romantic about it. No one's really like, oh, it's so romantic when you described being inside of me. Usually, it's being with you. Yeah, no. You, the, the choice of words just, like... Vocabulary matters. Words matter. Yeah. The words you pick in any given situation would, um... Oh, so these are the last words you're saying. Yeah. Well, actually, no, they weren't, because these, cause this is from a pre-suicide letter. Like he he has he has like this weird like web of suicide letters that are supposed to be divvied out after he dies. What? 
Yeah, he wrote three goodbye notes. Sorry, actually four goodbye notes. One of them telling his wife where the other ones are. And That's then just one cruel. and then one for the wife, one for Francis McDormand, and one for Sam Rockwell, who I will get to. Right now, actually. Sam Rockwell is a great actor, and he plays his character really well. The character is terrible. The first time we meet him, he drives up to he drives up to these fucking billboards. Um, asks what they mean, and the guy's like, and the guys just kind of looking back at each other. Then he calls them beaners. Then it turns out that he's actually kind of in shit water right now because he tortured a black man while under arre- while the black man was under arrest. Ah. Uh, okay. He's also an idiot. Just straight up, I think actually retarded. And after ch- and after the chief dies. He goes across the street, breaks down a dude's door, beats the dude to near death, throws him out a second story window, pistol whips some bitch in the face, then finds the guy bleeding on the ground, crawling away from him, kicks him a few more times, then goes back to work. And the reason he did this was because this guy was the guy who rented the billboards to Francis McDormand. But by the end of the movie, we're supposed okay. to we're, he's supposed to have gone through some fucking miraculous goddamn change because he reads the suicide note that fucking the chief left him and it says, "Hey, underneath all that stuff, you're a good person. You just got to get rid of the hate." And then he save and then after Francis McDormand fucking Molotov cocktail firebombs the police station. <laughs> okay. He saves her he saves her daughter's file from being burnt up. Gets into a bar fight with a guy who he thinks might be the actual rapist and murderer in order to get DNA from under his fingernails. And then maybe drives off into the distance with Francis McDormand to go murder this man, even when there is physical evidence and like actual for real evidence showing that he could not possibly have been the one to kill her daughter. What? Yeah, like, like so. Yeah, yes, yeah, so this guy. Yes, this guy like um, assaults this woman at assaults Francis at her work at a gift shop. He like walks in. He's like, "Hey, how much is this fucking bunny?" It's like seven bucks, and just chucks it at her goddamn head. It's like gets up in her shit, and is like, "Hey, I was like, hey, I could be, I could be a friend of Chief Willoughby's. I could be somebody who fucking raped your daughter. I could be the good. I don't know. What's up? What are you gonna do about it, bitch?" Then later that night. <laughs> He's he's like hanging out at the bar. It's like, yeah, I fucking raped this bitch back in Idaho. I don't know. It was fun. So Sam Rockwell just gets into a fucking fist fight with him in order to get DNA off of him in order to compare it to DNA found at the scene. But then his new boss, who was the one who fired him from being a cop because because he did that whole beating the dude and throwing him out of the second story window in front of his new boss. And the boss is immediately like, hey, fuck ass. Give me your shit and get the fuck out. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, I ran the DNA. What you did was fucking stupid. But I ran the DNA. It didn't match. And also, that guy was out of the country. But I was like, I know he raped somebody. Come on, Francis, let's go kill him. And they're both like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Eh, whatever. We'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah, like kind of, he's kind of like an exemplary problem of what I have of the problem I have with this movie. 
of that. I never get what the tone is. Yeah, Google says it's um it's a crime drama thriller. It's not a thriller at all. It's a no, sorry, it's a drama slash crime film. No, kind of no. Because, like, who actually ended up raping and murdering Francis McDormand's daughter? That doesn't matter. The rape and murder of a fucking fifth of a fucking seventeen-year-old or whatever is just an inciting incident for this fucking small-town drama bullshit. I guess there's drama. And like Sam Rockwell, like right before he fucking went to went and beat that guy half to death. He had headphones on and it was doing fucking like duck lip, just head bobbing. While everybody else was like, oh, God, the chief's dead. And also it didn't make any goddamn sense like what it was happening because he had headphones in and he was like jamming out to like what seemed like fun music. But the music that was playing was like really operatic, really sad music because the chief just died. And you think, oh, that's just like the fucking soundtrack going over the audio, going over what it actually was because they didn't want to fucking put music in there to undercut the scene. But then he takes his headphones out and the music fades like you would some like it would for somebody taking their headphones out. It's so weird. This is yeah, it's wild. And there's another and there's another scene that kind of perfectly exemplifies that for me where um where like uh Frances and her son, her surviving kid, are kind of hanging out eating breakfast. And then and and they hear a carpool outside, and he's like, "Dad's here!" And runs outside to go say hi, or whatever. And it's like, "Yeah, Dad, you're fucking great." Seconds later, he puts a knife into his throat, saying, "I will fucking slit your throat, dude." Because because Francis McDormand's husband used to beat her. Oh God. Okay. Is this fucking tonal mess where nothing really fucking flows naturally into itself? There are moments of just of like fucking comedy level acting and delivery of lines juxtaposed against horribly depressing shit. And none of it matches up or lines up in a meaningful way to me. And it won a couple Oscars. Yeah. Sam Rockwell won an Oscar for best supporting actor, which like, I, I don't think it was written very well, but he acted the hell out of it and he did the best job he could. Like all these actors yeah, in this I movie guess- outside of fucking, um, outside of Woody Harrelson, they do great jobs. Like they do the best they goddamn can and actually deliver some like decent performances. It's just the range of their the range of their performances aren't really matched up with what's supposed to be happening in a cohesive way and it all just feels like kind of a mess. Yeah, so that's three billboards. It's, yeah, I guess yeah. And that's good for what we've been watching then. On to news. Yeah. News. Yeah. Any new news? Uh, Yes, Caveman has dropped from this, so he will not be here for the rest of the recording. Yes. But, first piece of news. Uh, Bill and Ted are coming back. We're getting a third Bill and Ted movie. Okay, third Bill and Ted. It's not a reboot? Nope. It is Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. Oh, okay. Teaming up with the original creators and the director of Galaxy Quest. Okay. All right, then. My hopes are a little higher. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, the movie is called Bill and Ted Face the Music. 
Ooh, okay. Uh, and we'll have Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter reprising their roles. Um, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, the guys who made the original movies, are coming back to are coming back to write with Dean Parasot, the director of Galaxy Quest, confirmed to direct. To direct? Okay. I mean, it doesn't. There's sound a lot going for so it, but there's also a lot yeah. against it because it's been almost thirty years. Yeah, like it's been a long time since the Bill and Ted movies. Yeah, and everybody's moved on. So I genuinely yeah, like, don't understand how they think they can get how they think they can make a good movie out of this. Uh, I mean, you can only hope because of the original teams on it that they can recreate what they made like decades ago. Yeah, but like Dumb and Dumber too. But 2. also, yeah. It could just be bad, or it could be, like, monumentally offensively bad. Or it could just be eh. Yeah, or it could be nothing. eh. It could be just... Yeah. It could just be an alright movie, which I think is what we're hoping for the best. Yeah, the best we can hope for is it wasn't that terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on. Adult Swim has announced that uh, they've... they've, uh, Renewed oh, Rick and 70, Morty for additional 70 episodes. 70 episodes, yep. Heard this one. Uh, mm. It it doesn't need that many episodes. And it's also weird they gave it an episode deal, not a season deal. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder how many... Uh, how many episodes are generally in a season? Uh, it varies like from 10? show to show, but for Rick and Morty, I think it's like less than 20. Okay, it's less than 20. Um, Let me just double check. Because like some season, some shows have a season that are like fucking like 20 22, episodes. E- 22 episodes, like 20 to 24 episodes. Yeah. And then some it's like 10 or like some it's 8. Yeah, it really yeah. does so depend on So for Rick and Morty, it is uh, 10 episodes a season usually. Okay, so I'm so that's... Really, seven more... Seven seasons. Seasons, yeah. But, like, I don't think Rick and Morty needs that much. Yeah. I... And, like, like, and like, I'm, I'm, and like uh, apparently, like, the biggest fucking Adult Swim show, The Venture Brothers, had 75 episodes in its entire run. So if this actually goes through for a full 70 episodes, Rick and Morty will be the, like, fucking... Second longest. No, biggest because show. biggest because they've already released thirty-one episodes. Oh shit! Yeah, good point. Plus an additional like, seventy they'll... for one hundred and one episodes. Yeah. Uh Do you think it's because fucking Rick had that moment where he'd be like, "Oh, hundred episodes, like I have no idea seasons or whatever." I have no idea. <sighs> Maybe. Who knows? All I know is I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm terrified. I'm, I'm like, terrified. Rick and Morty, of- like the third season of Rick and Morty was good, but it was also the most nihilistic. Yeah. And so yeah. much of the, and like the Rick and Morty fan base has devolved into just the worst shit. So I, I'm terrified of what happens but, next. But also what could be is like fatigue that these fans that like turned rabid might move on to something else and then... You know, it would just be normal people watching the show as it slowly degrades over time. Um, yeah, maybe, but, I don't know. I mean, it's, you'd hope. I'm, te- you'd I'm, hope. I'm worried. I'm worried. 
I'm I'm worried. And also like show quality that that's like seventy episodes. Yeah. Like, you know, like you know, they've already reached such heights already. Like, you know, there's the whole council and whatever, like, you know Yeah, the Council of Ricks. Like is, they've gone yeah, they've gone to points yeah. where they have they could have jumped the shark with worse writing, but they've managed to keep it going. Yeah. But how long can that and last? I don't Yeah, how long can that last? How long can this quality of writing can go because I, I don't think it can keep going that far yeah I don't think so either but we'll see yeah we'll have to see I mean you can hope for the best but yeah so Ugh. moving on next piece of news so Fox just cancelled a whole fucking slew of shows yes including Lucifer but, which I really enjoyed and yes, the fan not- favorite Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes but just one day after it got canceled, <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine was picked up for a sixth 13-episode season by NBC. Yep. It, good. <laughs> yeah, it is ridiculous. I think, I think the Rick and Morty 70 episodes and um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine being canceled, I think that all happened at around the same time. Yeah, it was, it was like within I, a 24-hour period. 24 yeah, because I definitely remember going, oh, my God, I can't believe Rick and Morty got 70 episodes and Brooklyn Nine-Nine is canceled. I definitely have that kind of like thinking like, oh, disgusting. Um, yeah, it was, within yeah about, so it was within about a day of each other that they were, they were both they – were, they were like renewed, then canceled. And then the next day, it uh, fucking got picked up by NBC. Yeah, I, I think justice <laughs> – but yeah, so um, it's such a good show. Yeah, so Robert Greenblatt, um, chairman of NBC Entertainment, sent a statement. Ever since we sold this show to Fox, I've regretted letting it get away, and it's high time it came back to its rightful home. Aw. Mike Shore, Dan Gore, and Andy Samberg grew up on NBC, and we're thrilled that one of the smartest, funniest, and best cast comedies in a long time will take its place in our comedy lineup. I speak for everyone at NBC. Here's to the nine nine. Eee. Yeah, doesn't um the creators don't they have like most of their shows on the NBC? Um, Network? I'm not sure about that, but I do know that like I think, uh, that. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, they actually I do. Think the uh, you're good right. Place, um, yeah, the good uh, place. Mike Shore, Parks and Recreation, uh, and he, the Office. Yeah, Mike Shore uh, worked on The Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah, and the good place. and the good place. Yeah, and I think they're yeah they're all on NBC. All on yeah, NBC. he's literally. I think he's. He's literally just coming home. <laughs> yeah, um, Dan Gore was a was a writer on fucking Late Night, and also director on Parks and Rec, and a writer and producer for yeah. Parks and Rec. And then Andy yeah. Samberg was, I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure um, SNL is a uh, SNL's NBC, right? I I don't know. I don't have access to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. SNL is NBC. And Andy Samberg is a SNL alum. Yeah. Dude, just a bunch of fucking du- just a bunch of dudes fucking coming back to NBC. Wow, that that's weird. This is nice. This is good news somehow. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it'll be interesting to see. News. It'll be interesting to see if anything changes with the uh, moving over to a new network. Yeah, I wonder what else they can like let slide. You know, like what you know what we can get. I'm going to I'm going to assume there's going to be a joke about foxes in there. 
like like Futurama oh, when they got definitely. when they got brought back by when they got brought back by the comedy by Comedy Central. Oh god, I hope so. I hope there's like so much like shade and stuff. I hope so. Well, actually, Terry Crews already kind of dropped some shade. But like like when, oh yeah, they on Twitter and stuff. No, not even Twitter. Like it was an interview with E. Oh yeah, it was it was like it was like a red carpet premiere or something, and E was talking to them. It was like, hey, how does it feel to, like you know get brought back and stuff? And they were talking to um. Uh, it was, yeah, it was Sandberg, um, bunch of other people, and then Cruz in the back, and then they asked, asked Terry, and Terry's like, man, I just have to be on the fucking biggest network that I have ever been on. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's happening. Uh, it'll be coming, uh, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine will be coming back on NBC as part of their, uh, 2018-2019, uh, season. So we still got a bit of time before okay. it comes back, but hey, it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming back. I, I can't wait. I'll look forward to that. Yeah. And speaking of coming back, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming back. Oh. Yeah. It, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, after some speculation that the fifth season would be the last, uh, has been renewed for a sixth and not final season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it won't be coming back until summer 2019 for their sixth season. And the sixth season okay, so will they're... be a bit shorter, only coming in at 13 episode count. How much the usual count? Uh, like 22, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So a lot shorter. Yeah, but still, that's kind of great for me. Like, I fucking love Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. The fifth yeah, season yeah. was the best season they've had. Well, also the the so yeah, fourth and fifth season, yeah, the fourth and fifth season of this show were fucking bangers. Nice. Because well, the fourth I mean, season I, I was guess... technically three mini seasons in one. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, the, yeah, they essentially had three arcs that led to, that led into each other, uh, with the first arc being about Ghost Rider. Then the then oh, yeah, then then the arc shield. about the LMDs, and then the arc about the Matrix. <laughs> nice. Which then led into the fifth season, which was them in space and time travel. Then they Sweet. brought it back and kept yeah. it going. And yeah, the the last couple seasons have really shown that these fuckers know what they're doing after the like after the like middling opening. Um I think the second season was pretty decent and the third season kind of like fell short again. Okay, so it's been rocky, but like now they've got that six, and it's not the final season. Yeah, according to Hollywood Reporter. But yeah, we'll fucking see what's going on with that. Uh, the fifth season is um, actually ending this week. Oh shit! So yeah, we got about a year before they come back, but they're coming back, and I am fucking happy about that. That that cast is great, and the show's actually pretty all right too. Uh, less all right though. Gotham is getting a spin-off-ish series. Oh, okay. It's the origin story of Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. I haven't seen Gotham, so I don't know Gotham how they treat is Alfred. a nightmare. Gotham yeah, is I always a heard it was joke bad. and a farce that. 
spits in the face of this fucking comic book character. <laughs> okay, yep. So, okay, so Alfred, in his journey in this series, it's not going to go well? Probably not. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so Epics, um, a MGM company or whatever, uh, they have given a 10-episode straight-to-series order for Pennyworth from Bruno Heller, showrunner of Gotham, and executive producer and director for Gotham, Danny Cannon. Okay, yeah, and it's probably going to be same continuity or whatever for the yeah, show. Is a, yeah, it is a prequel series uh, showing how yeah. Pennyworth went from a British SAS soldier to PMC, to PMC owner, to fucking butler to Thomas Wayne. Oh. Get ready, fuckers. <laughs> Get ready for this shit. Yeah. Anywho, moving on. Uh, Zombieland 2. What's happening? Oh, I remember Zombieland. Yeah, it was a solid movie. And it's coming back. It was solid. Yeah, it was a solid zombie movie. Yeah, and it is coming back with the original writers and the original cast. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Rhett Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the guys what wrote Deadpool... Also wrote Zombieland, and they are coming back with a new script, uh, as well as the entire original cast, apparently, oh, for a for an October Bill, 2019 release. Even Bill Murray? <laughs> Not Bill Murray. <laughs> no! The core Can't cast. Can't get zombie Bill Murray? Okay. Yep. Yeah, the core cast of Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin. Yeah. At least that's what the writers say. And at least that's what Reese and Wernick say. But yeah, a 10-year anniversary sequel. Oh, God, has it really been a decade? Zombieland, according to Wernick, came out came out October 2009. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, none of this is, like, full-on for realsies happening. This is just, like, what um, Wernick had said, speaking to Vulture. But oh, okay. All right. It still could happen. It still could be like an actual for realsies thing. And I am cautiously optimistic about it because this isn't like a fucking Bill and Ted situation where, oh, yeah, 30 years have passed. It's only been about 10 years. 10, yeah. Which is still yeah. a bit of a time for a, for a sequel, especially a sequel to a zombie movie. But you never know. I, yeah. I mean, you never know. It, like it. Yeah. I mean, they worked on Deadpool, so yeah. yeah, and like, and like, Zombieland was their breakout into the fucking thing. Yeah, it was a good movie, and yeah. No, I think I think that was actually their first movie. Maybe. Like that—that that was the thing that made them like names that are being sought after as writers now. It it put them on the map. Yeah. And there was going to be a story after that, but that story was bullshit, so we'll end it with there. Okay. It was just like, hey, some fucker you never heard of was cast as a character in the upcoming third season of Daredevil. Oh, okay. Woo, who gets yeah. fucked? Moving on. New releases. <laughs> this week, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. And nothing else that matters. Um, yep. Oh, wait, isn't Solo coming out soon? Next week. 
next week. Yes, coming out next week I is Solo you. and Nothing Else That Matters. Yeah, okay. Yep. So, yeah. That's it. That's good for this week, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I am about to pass out from hunger. Same. We'll be back in two weeks' time with an episode of the SROProds.com Movies Television Podcast. In between now and then, though, we got bullshit coming out. I don't know. Till then, I'm dead. I'm rascal. And for Cave, see you guys next time. <laughs>